Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Librarians Podcast episode... 56. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to just have one of the guests randomly guess each week um, which episode we're on. Uh, that is the way it's going to go now. It's more fun. I think it's they 50. actually Can they actually hear us during the introduction today? They can. Yeah, yeah, yeah they can oh. hear you now. I would actually Ooh. like, I, well, they've been able to hear you for a while. I just, you know, sometimes oh. I lie. What? <laughs> no. Wow. No, 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 no. We're talking about NDA information. Not that. Not today. <laughs> I mean, previously when I've done intros, it's okay. No, they couldn't hear what we were talking about. Um, they couldn't hear us talk about uh, Cass, Brindle, okay. Kruf, I mean, Sweetly, like all the people couldn't hear us talking about Obi either. That guy, like, oh, yeah, that one, that one, honestly. Oof. Oh, yeah, no, I agree for sure. That one is no good, no good, <laughs> no good at all. Um, hello, everyone, welcome. Uh, we are going to be talking about Guild Wars 2 today, uh, surprisingly, because it's not, you know, we haven't done 65 or so episodes of that already, <laughs> um, and I thought it would be appropriate to continue in the same fashion. We're going to be talking about awesome stuff today. It's going to be a little bit more chill because it's not like, you know, it's not, there's no hectic news coming out at the moment, but there's still a few bits and bobs going on. The Guild Wars 2 website, um, the, it's, it's not the website, it's the way you can buy it. Sorry. Um, what do we call that? Purchase buy page. page. Buy page. Buy or purchase. You could use both interchangeably. Buy or purchase page. Buy purchase. Purchase buy. Hi. So if hey. I type in purchase by <laughs> on Google, purchase are you going to write us some too. more classic tales <laughs> from Boots? It's Boots our IRL Black Lion Trading Company, but you all go. you can get is Guild Wars to the game. <laughs> and no, you can get some other things. We'll see. We'll show you. We'll show you in a bit. We'll show you in a bit. Um, I'm going to talk about an article which came out, uh, which Rookery linked to us of what I would be a good thing that we can talk about today as well, because it's got some bits and bobs in it. And also uh, this, a little bit about CM race. That was quite cool. Uh, and people getting interviewed by one of the hardcore raiding peeps over in WoW, um, Maximum from Liquid, uh, which is really, really cool. So it's good, to, you know, for the game as well. Mm-hmm. So we, we're just going to put in a load of stuff today. And I'm going to talk about a little bit about also how I've gotten really back into the game and lots of... Because I've been playing guild wars 2 again like it's like it's 2012 like not not exactly 2012 but like i've been playing it when i can when i've got some spare time like world v world at night i've been playing world v world i've been leading raids like random pucks and i'm like Whoa. that is like weird i don't know why but i've on my core engineer on rifle um, <laughs> so, imagine it Imagine is. playing the it's game weird. you love. I know. I, I know. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, well, World v. Revolutionary. World, well, I left World v. World for reasons because I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I like recently, I've just started to play all these different parts, like going back to core Guild Wars too. You've been wait. You've been core engineer rating. Yeah. Wow. Leading. Oh, leading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 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 But you know the rifle, the rifle build with explosives and stuff. But the thing is, I just have loads of mech mechanisms, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just good. and stuff yeah so if if there's anyone in chat if you feel like you've been playing i don't know why i I don't maybe it's because it's 10 years maybe soon or maybe it's like uh just just there's loads of hype and excitement about the game i think and there's loads of articles and there's loads of 
just there's change you know when you start revisiting it i mean i don't know is, is this maybe this is something we can talk about for a minute is there anything that what are you all doing in the game in the moment if, you, if you're doing anything specifically? fishing fishing you still do <laughs> you're, you're leveling your do you want to give some context six or seven now yeah i'm leveling the character up from zero to 80 only by fishing um oh. and it's a little slow <laughs> What's, what, uh, so what do you have to have you been going zone by zone when you've leveled so you've been I've going been sort of like and... going back and forth from different zones and stuff just oh, to cool. like you know have a little bit of um some some kind of you know interesting new interesting things every once in a while if i get bored of a certain place but did you know that if you fish in a lower level map than you are you get less experience yeah yeah, so it's always better to try to fish it higher. That's what I was going there. That's what I was, that's what I meant. I was like, do you go to different maps according to your level? Yeah, that I tried to. Yeah, tried to. So good. That's so good though. That the best thing that. to do though, obviously, cool. is to just stick in one of the towns. Okay. Because you can't get attacked in the towns, and they're level eighty, and it's just yeah. Right. Um, but I've been fishing, not in my own, not in my own choice. Or volition. Oh. Are you okay? I'm not okay. <laughs> if you need help, is somebody making you fish? I'm looking as fast as I can. <laughs> I've been actually, uh, I'm almost complete with my elite spec weapons, and a part of the elite spec weapons is to catch a fish. And the RNG has not been on my side. Really? Because they're I usually thought... pretty easy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Really? Wait, which fish Sunday are you trying Sunday night, to I was doing Spectre's Gorami. I caught 55 fish, not a single one. Which, um, which one are you going for? Uh, I've completed all of them. I'm now on the Spectre. But last stream, I was doing the Untamed one, and I had to catch a Stingray in Seitung Province. Yeah. I think I caught 80 fish before I finally got really? the Stingray. And I was doing it at the proper time. Did you, it was the There's power? No necessary. You had the right power? And, and I had as well. all the power. I had all the power that I could get on that character. Yeah, I remember doing that because, you know, for, uh, for Ori Legendary, you need the yellow, what are they called? The the Ambergris? Yes, that's the one. The and Yeah, so I was doing, I was like, I don't want to buy it. I really want to try and earn as much as I can. with. And then when I get impatient, I'll start paying for stuff with gold. Um, and then like, and just for reference, 80 fish is about, with all the experience boosters you could have in game, is about a level and a half. Really? Okay, yeah. that's cool to know. So the game forced me to level in order to catch this one damn fish. I really love that you have become perhaps Guild Wars 2's only expert on solo fishing runs. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, really, I really love this for you. This is a really good niche, I, I think. I gotta tell you, going as like a level 23 character to like Ice Brood, uh, I, I, like the... Um, Season 4 or 5 maps. No, I'm thinking of um, the four the the areas. Yeah, the Frostgorge Sound. Frostgorge Sound. <laughs> yeah. Frostgorge Sound. Yeah, is is rough, especially going it's to nice like ore and stuff, because things. Uh, oh, things... ore is a wild. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like from halfway across the map, things will aggro to you. <laughs> oh, ore is such a good map, yeah. though. It's such yeah. a good They're map. Like, I smell level forty. Let's go beat up. Actually, I've been doing the ore skin for my mace, for my orine mace. And I, yeah, it's actually, because they, they took the tickets down to 2,500 and I was like, okay, let's now, actually go. 
Can I ask you, is that for, yeah. like, the cost of every one of those items is now 2,500, or is it that one of, like, you need four or something, yeah, but so one of them is 2,500? Yeah, so or whatever they're called, and one costs gold, one costs karma, another one costs, um, oh. map currency, I think, from EOD, I can't remember, or, or it's something specific. And then one is 75 gold now, because they upped the gold, and they lowered the ticket cost. But you need all four to combine together to get to the next part you. of the achievement and then it gets it gets really good honestly like it is difficult because you've got some really it's event stuff in awe and a specific event like the duena temple um you have to go and kill yeah it's so good it's so good and there's there's also i'm doing hope at the same time Oh my god, if you've not done the Gen 2 stuff where you have to get the achievement collections, they're so good. They're so good. It's given me, I think, honestly, I think it's given me the energy to get, to really get solidly back in the game because I am going to core Tyria hard. And in the Norn zones, there's a, there's a jump, it's like a mini jump puzzle, but you go through this tomb and it's completely dark. And you have to take walk through with a torch. It's with uh, with a char. I can't remember what his name is. And you basically just have to kill this lizard thing. I can't remember what it is to get one of these items for hope. But then you're just going into these old areas, jump puzzles, hidden little special areas that you know some a lot of people may not have even been to. So it's going to take a lot of people to areas like that. And if you haven't done one of these collections, even if you just go for it slowly, like I've been doing it, it is so good. It is just amazing. Like, for Hope, you have to basically... Um, you have a Hylok who basically... You go and get all these different potions. And you have... To, so you become, like, an alchemist as well for the start of it. It's just, like, the, the amount... I now know and I understand why they didn't do this anymore. <laughs> it is, there is so much to this. I'm on the last collection for the precursor. It's oh only boy. the precursor. And it's and it's fifty. No, I think it's sixty. I I think it's sixty it's items. Fun, so that's oh yeah, I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah, it's great for the stream. We've had a great time. Like, but it's crossed over with the ore events for the skin for the mace. So it's I've had to kill the wizard. Double whammy. Yeah, exactly. I had to kill the wizard for hope. Um, so I, I was uh... in awe, like just waiting outside. Um, Temple of, like, Ara, and then, like, we just did this event, and I was like, whoa, I remember with all this stuff, and all these just mobs keep coming, the undead are, like, rushing the gate, and you're just, like, defending it, and I'm like, ah, this is 2012, man. It's so By the good. way, I, uh, cool. speaking of legendaries, Sorry. I have decided to finally go for legendary armor. Which um, one? That's it. So I'm gonna make one set eventually that's gonna be the PvE yeah. set mm -hmm. for uh, probably the heavy set. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it looks the coolest, I think. And then, um, and then I'm gonna do PvP and World versus World mix and match for the other, the rest of them for the two other sets. Cool. Um, but the issue for me right now, you probably is... got a lot of the PvP stuff already. Maybe if you've yeah, been playing I, seasons, I have enough for like five pieces of pvp getting on this 2v2 oh it's ending next week if you've got any time get try and get Man. on it if you can it's quick it's games fine, uh. it's quick games it, no not right now because nobody's playing it so the queue time is forever oh they are um yeah, yeah. i i tried evening. a little bit this afternoon and it was like five minutes oh time. no yeah, yeah play in the evening play in the evening okay okay 
Um, but anyway, so I'm that shocked. and then World versus World, I I used all my stuff for World versus World to get the um, the rings recently. So right now I'm at not much, but yeah. that just takes time. So that's just I'll, I'll farm World versus World eventually. But my issue right now is that because of the fishing situation, my entire bank is full of fish because I'm not selling any of the fish until I get to level 80. And so I just, and I'm not even converting the materials. So what? I'm just, what? I, I just, I just want to do it this way. I don't know why. So my okay. entire bank is full of fish and my entire inventory on my character is full of fish. You'd be getting daily finger jig and making money, mate. All <laughs> of the stuff that I had in my bank is now on, I like I removed it and put it on other characters. And so like, I don't think I can start working towards my legendary armor yet until I'm done with the fishing thing because all my inventories are just a mess right now. Yeah. So that's totally that's where I am. Yeah. That's where I am in game. I have to finish I have to finish my fishing <laughs> before I can do anything else. I'm just looking at Kroof's <laughs> face right now and looking at their journey through this. Kroof, can you tell us your feelings about this? I just don't know why, because you can just consume the fish no. and put it in your No, because I wanna see all area I wanna see free. what it took to get oh, to eighty. Oh I want to see. Why don't you take okay. a screenshot then? <laughs> Yeah, you can no. like or keep like a spreadsheet or something. Oh, you can no. also sell them in character in a charming way on the maps and like pretend mm. to be a, a, a weird old man. That, like, That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. do that. I'll do that at the end. I'll do that boots once I hit the okay. Okay. You, you have like a guild bank that you could put that in Let's instead guild. or yeah. something. That's true. I do have I a mean, couple of guilds. Actually, we could. Yeah, we could. We could. You know, use the Lightbringers <laughs> Guild Bank if you I would like. I could use that. I'm sure Mock would turn into a guild hall stream because we're gonna. Have... We should have individual things. <laughs> feel... But hold on a second. The fish are account bound, aren't they? I don't know. No, you can sell uh, them. No, you can sell them. No, no you have once to you convert the materials, you can sell them. Oh, you have to convert them. I wish you could sell Not them. Not gonna lie, I are. almost I started. I got so desperate that I was looking for a stingray on the official like trading post. And Amazing. You can't, you can't just yeah, yeah, you can't. Right. That's true. Probably that why they did it that way. To be yeah. honest, yeah. they probably yeah. were like, if you have to fish this one for a specific achievement, because to be fair, in fourteen they don't do that. So if there is a really rare fish, I mean, I. I guess you can argue pros and cons of this yeah. because like people will then list it to sell and like oftentimes it does mean that like lower level fish that are required for cat like quests and things people sell for way more than they're worth just because yeah, they're easy and they'll buy them but yeah. like you can also sell rare fish which if you spent a long time like so there there are pros and cons to where i think it maybe has a, a bit of a boost in the economy, but also it does take away actually like making players engage with that content sure. or like even learn what they need to to do anything to get to it and, you know, play the fishing. So that I reminds that. me that reminds me, isn't there still like a, a, a something in Caledon Forest? There is a heart quest that you could finish by turning in like this this lavender or something or lavender or like vin uh, vanilla that you pick for the heart quest but the vanilla you could actually sell on the trading post so <laughs> there's just like a non-repeatable like you could only per character you could only get like 20 of these vanilla things and then put it or lavender and then you could put it on the trading post and sell it for more than it should be worth and people buy it oh I'm not surprised. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's, I just love that you've set this task for yourself because it just goes to show that like you can make your own content in games and it can also be rewarding. That I'm is just... my entire Guild Wars 2 life, by the way. I literally have spent 10 years making my own content. <laughs> and that is, I mean, not that's not to say anything about it. I mean, there's a ton of content in Guild Wars 2 that I also play, but... I, yeah. I've turned Guild Wars 2 into a sandbox game. Mm-hmm. It's not a theme park anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind own. of living for the idea of us having some sort of, like, monthly RP uh, Lightbringers Guild fish market where you can, like, everybody can hawk Selfish. their wares. It'd be nice. good. I love um, it. I mean, I'm I not against think, it. <laughs> I mean, I think there's something to be said about making your own content in games, especially in like lols, because there are so many unique ways that you can engage. Whether it is stuff like roleplay, or it's just setting your own funny little task, or creating your own little immersion, or your own um, like I've seen people do no death runs recently through, mm. or like no downstate runs throughout oh, yeah. all. Like, the, yeah, I've done those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Balance tried to do that for like two weeks or something. I don't know what happened with it. He, I don't know if he completed it or not but i definitely saw a lot of different characters being played by valen because there's a lot of deaths well like have you you remember beach you probably uh, you probably i don't know if you you might all remember but okay so i remember that really specifically yeah yeah um so wooden potatoes made a iron man thing yes. years ago what was it called um iron man or something like that challenge yeah. i think it was just iron man challenge yeah i know so mm-hmm. i used to do that on stream and i think the furthest i got i think claw island was the one where like most people like Lord. just failed and i felt like i got my engineer core engineer to this place and it was it was called banana man or something <laughs> and uh i still got him but the, but i had to delete them so i deleted all of mostly all of them other than this one character this silvari i was like i've never made a silvari before like look this good um and so i kept him but it was like claw island but you can't so there's there was different rules to this one you couldn't dodge and you couldn't use your heal yeah um and I cheated a little bit and I put med kit on my heel so I could use my oh, F- shift wrong kit. Um, so it was. But yeah, wait, I, did, I just got to find myself. Did you use like a healing signet? Yeah, a, yes, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. you could use things like that that would regenerate, but you couldn't actively use. So I took off my. So I unkeybound dodge and stuff. Otherwise, I, you know, you would have ended up doing it. Um, Revenant was really hard and thief, and, uh, mm. and I've, I've got to redo that again. It was kind of funny, but zero to hero think the kind of thing. Statute yeah. of limitations has run its course, and you can confess to this crime. I can. I am yeah. confessing. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to retroactively take your Iron Man title from you. I don't have it. I didn't, I didn't even do it. I died. <laughs> I died at Claw Island. Claw Island took my soul. I used to do that with uh, Buddy Blitz and. Um, draft building those were fun oh that's Mm -hmm. fun i like that oh i remember that yeah yeah go ahead oh i was say i've just been working on my first legendary so i've been doing it in (sighs) orin greatsword your first or your first legendary but you got my first one ever did you not did you not get the amulet yet well well yes but i don't count like I don't really count that as me making a legendary. Like, 
I put time and hours into it for sure, and I'm yeah. proud of it, and I love yeah, it. Yeah. But I don't know if that's like really the legendary. That's you know, fair. That's fair. I like that the re- the 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 main the main reason you got that done was for pride. I love it. That was so good. <laughs> I was like, they were, that is literally the best reason. So. <laughs> I mean, I great. wanted like. I wanted the amulet, but then I realized I was like, oh, we haven't finished it up. Oh, I have to make this huge effort because it's Pride Month and I'm going to be a rainbow. So it worked out. Yeah, um, nice. But yeah, no, I, it's been fun so far. I've, I'm just on like the earliest step. So like today on stream, we were going around and doing map completion yeah. and End of Dragons. And like I even stumbled across some events that I hadn't ever found before mm-hmm. in uh, Kainang and the like old Kainang area where there are those like journals that you can follow from before the uh like sinking or, or sorry the rising of ore yeah. and like everything and there is this like couple that were oh, in love yes. and Did you, you do like that? put together yes and then yeah. you do the vault and like the so event pops good. up and yeah. you like unite their spirits yeah. that was so cool like yeah. i really i love these kinds of things because i think like you can just completely hone in and like follow a guide and just do the thing which is totally fine especially if you don't have a lot of time but i really like using these kinds of collections or achievements as a way to just lead me organically to discovering other stuff so like when i came across those notes i was going well technically i just need this thing or this thing from this area but i went i'm gonna take the time and i'm gonna read these and i'm gonna see if it leads to something and i'm gonna and i love that because i think i fall more and more in love with the world every time i do something like that and take that moment to sightsee a little bit so yeah, I, I'm really excited. I can't wait to get my first legendary, but I also am really glad I get to revisit a bunch of stuff and like, like you were saying, Jab, re-experience yeah. a lot of the maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you are you thinking of doing uh like uh, uh Aurora and um and uh, not coalescence? What's the other one? It's the two the two ring uh, earrings. Oh, I don't know about the earrings. Do they also have a rainbow? They Aurora's got like pink bubbles around you. Yeah. Oh, there are there bubbles on there and they combined into one bubble? Coalescence yeah. is the ring. I yeah. think all of your amulets just affect coalescence or aurora in some way. I can't, I uh, the the two you, earrings yeah, you, you get you from it. doing Living World Season 3 stuff and then Living World Season 4 stuff. Mm-hmm. And and like there, it, it's, <laughs> very, it's a very good intricate um, achievement thing that you gotta do and it's also fun yeah, vision. That's what it's called. If, uh, if anyone's gonna know in chat, it would definitely it. be Yukon. <laughs> I forgot. Yukon I was like, oh, yeah, I am working on Wikipedia. vision. Yeah, those uh, are good too. yeah, 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 yeah. Those are fun to do. Maybe focus on the great sword first. I mean, I'm it's definitely cool. gonna focus on that. But I have actually always really wanted to make Dawn because I do mm. think it's gorgeous. Yeah, I, yeah, I really want to try more. I just feel like these ones are such good ones to get into legendaries because especially like. I mean, even if you do the return to stuff, right, you're going to get a legendary amulet and you get precursor stuff. And with like, you know, the X pack, I think they really made it easier to try your first legendary in End of yeah. Dragons. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I'll start here because I actually want these the most anyway. And then I'll go after this and like try some of the other ones because I have been curious, Jeb, like you were saying, I think a lot of the stories and additional stuff that you get for like, is it Gen 2 stuff is so good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, some of these other ones that I didn't even know about. I, yeah, I like, I really would like to 
be able to actually it's, like go in and do them it's weird so are, this because like it's just a precursor weapon that's all it is it's just to get the precursor it's not to get anything else and there yeah. is so much you have to do because you have to do half yeah. forms mat completion and i went on to my couch so i was like i've definitely done this I've, there's no way i've not done this and then i was like there's two maps not clear and i'm like what so i hadn't done some of the and you know um tangled depths is just a nightmare like it is an absolute nightmare Kruf is like a half forms expert i swear and it's just mm-hmm. like knew exactly what i was talking about and <laughs> and then also i didn't do the the dragon's end map like not dragon's end um oh good lord the last map oh, I said, sorry i realized i said dawn earlier but i meant aurora yeah, yeah, what yeah. I meant. That's okay. um the final yeah, i was gonna well. ask you yeah. uh, i was gonna ask you if you're gonna do a different uh orine weapon if you're gonna get dawn because then two great swords <laughs> you can never have enough fashion well, you know I, what i mean yeah like, dawn's yeah, good as well the quality of life and being able to change. Ooh, longbow. The Aurene longbow good. looks good. It does and look you play good. Dragon Hunter, oh, so. It's so pretty. I see the mailman. If he's got it, that's okay. Also, you can do, then you can do the skin, the Mordromoff skin, which are awesome. It's so good. And the other dragons that have yet to come. Yeah. Like Jormag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want another. I want. Do you want another Orin weapon? Honestly, I think they go. I, I want to see. Great. I want to see the Jormag axe and how it compares to Frost. Yes, that's what see. people keep saying in our guild. They're like, I want to see what it looks like to see. Yeah, to have one in each hand. But some people have been going like fire and ice, so like Primordus and like you know mm. having the fire and ice kind of thing going. Which I think cool. is pretty rare. So cool if one of the special effects for the Jormag weapon would be that occasionally you hear Jormag whisper. Oh, yeah. like an echo of like Jormag. Like, Honestly, I think that is a good idea for all of them, though. The whispering yeah. of some of the dread, like a little bit like Revenant. Zaytanim and Primordis are just like. Yeah. There you go. Kruf is an expert and is literally, yeah. you know, is literally a voice actor. So <laughs> yeah, please, instead of, I mean, instead of Jormag's them. voice, uh, sorry, instead of uh, Primordis's voice when you hold it, you, it's Bram doing his oh champion, my God. <laughs> champion of Primordis stuff. I know we've we found a new love for Bram, but I don't think I want to hear Bram talking in my ear every so often. No, no, <laughs> I, I think I'm good. Bram as a character now, but Bram can stay Bram and stay out of my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like we get you, but there. like we don't get you that much. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like how we're just talking random stuff today. It's great. It's uh, talking Guild Wars too. It's also because I feel like sometimes we just don't get to really talk about what we do in game much as well. And sometimes it's nice yeah. to just hear what we're actually doing. Because um, we're all doing different stuff, which is... And then I'm I'm also hoping that that gives others maybe an idea of, you know, what you might want, want to be doing or what you could be doing in the game. Because there is a lot to do. And I think... There's definitely going to be that flow podcast we have when we talk about, you know, what's the link to all of the stuff? Why, why, how easy is it for us to go to all these different things? Hello. I, I have a question. Okay. Does anyone know when the changes to world versus world rewards might happen? No. Because I, I think I need to play as much world versus world as possible before that happens because i think it's going to be harder to get rewards from world versus world afterwards you're going to have to be more active no during... no, no, no. no 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 i think I mean, yeah i think you gotta, it's no i think maybe you'll get 
easier rewards, like quicker rewards maybe. Oh, but you need but to participate more. You have to be actively participating. Wait, so all the what time. are you doing in Worldly World when you're playing <laughs> Worldly World? Go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you walk slowly, you put yourself on auto run to the next camp, you know. Oh. Yeah, easy. It'll be really rough if like you want to work on that, but you'll have to play world versus world to get yeah. it. So yeah. you probably yeah. should do it now. Yeah. I, guess so. yeah. I, I went back I, I've been doing a little <laughs> bit more world versus world lately. Uh I cracked back out my firebrand build because they because of the mm-hmm. chains they put they put back um I've seen more, yeah. Aegis so Aegis on the uh Mantra Solace. Oh, so I've seen good. more. I've seen more you of were those. destroying me on that build. Yeah, I know. What is this hold up? <laughs> Something happened that needs to be spoken about immediately. Oh yeah, this is like months ago. Tiny cup that you have right now. Oh, the wait, cup. what? <laughs> it's a sake cup. You really just you just drink a little sake? Yeah, I love it. It's good. It's a, it's a podcast and a party. Wait, wait, that's a cup. It cold. looks like a saucer. So, in order to keep it cold, because it's hot it's in here, and then I can't keep it cold. I actually have a bowl of ice, and I'm putting the cup in, so it chills wow, the little cup. Oh, classy. Aren't you an engineer or something? I think you are, aren't you? I no am, yeah. Oh, right. It makes sense. <laughs> I was that so Smart. sad. I just got my coffee. I should. I, I would have gone maybe hot sake. I just like sake warm, personally. Sake, I love warm sake as well. It's just harder to do at your own house, you know? Uh, you live, don't you live a in, restaurant. like... restaurant. Can't just you just put it like microwave it or something? <laughs> yeah, I could just put it outside. Microwave, yes. <laughs> Lukewarm psyche. Mm. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Where you live is like ridiculously hot, isn't it? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. You, put it, on, I, you can literally like, put it in the cup on the, on the bonnet of a like car. 30, 36 <laughs> degrees Celsius is, is, is like body temperature. You don't want your sake at body temperature. No. It'll be no, hot. And put it on the bonnet of a car. Yeah, oh, everybody... Welcome to the Sake Bringers Sorry. Uh, podcast. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had it before. <laughs> I may have had it's it good. once. It's good. It's, You've never it's had Sake? milder than a lot so. of other, like, just straight alcohol. It doesn't... Mm-hmm. I, recently I found that it's more palatable. So I'm from Europe, I don't think I've way. had Sake there. <laughs> I, I just drink everything else. I drank everything else I possibly could. How Maybe. did you like Soju Kroof? It was really good. It was like a peach soju. Oh, And it, it, okay. it was so very nice and light. Mm. I liked it. Yeah. No, I wish we could so just all go out, get some sake together, have some food yeah, after. I wanna, yeah, can I want to do that. Organize, can we organize a get-together? That would be nice. I actually yes, think please. that a... I have an idea for something. Oh. It, it doesn't I would like me going all the way out west. Oh, why? We could go and, you know, could we could do... Maybe we could do a podcast on like guild chat or something at the studio oh so it does involve me going all the way out west yes. i mean i mean maybe maybe we <laughs> could see if that could be that. a possible thing i think we i think they would they would like us to maybe do that potentially mm-hmm. i like the what? like i'm imagining jebro messaging and be like hey everybody would it be you know, could we do this could we come out and everybody's like oh hey great podcast no no <laughs> yeah no, no. no they would no. <laughs> they could yeah. if we did yeah. the yeah. extra yeah. life yeah. what happens what, with the what about uh, extra life like we could do like, with the, um, that's possible with the counseling with his new counseling job is going to fly us all out there on his dime yeah. it's going to be great yeah, yeah it's true <laughs> I, will, I will pop an anti-anxiety medication and get on that plane hey yes Perfect. excellent <laughs> it's okay you can get free counseling when you get it also mm-hmm. like <laughs> 
Trevor cannot promise this. This is not real. This is a joke. Trevor's making a joke. A joke. And uh, also, <laughs> that is a joke. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Disclaimer. I got you. It just comes up across the screen. <laughs> I do not do counseling for my friends and family and also on stream. Thank you very much. Um, I, I actually would love to. I've, I've had ideas about wanting to do this on in person in a yeah. um, like PAX panel or something like that because you can apply for that pretty easily like especially our TwitchCon and stuff like that I mean TwitchCon's a little bit different PAX though like that would be PAX West be sick PAX East. you can take live audience questions and yeah. I can like be the mic runner and like run down and be like what do you want <laughs> No, you you're on the panel. Medium? You don't do that. I need to move around. <laughs> you just want to run? <laughs> it's an interactive experience. It's like a oh, host okay. of a show. All right, so we all run around with microphones in the circle. Yes. You know what? We'll have to start out the details at some point specifically, but I think we should make this happen, and I, I agree. Yeah, okay. You could do like Billy on the street situation, running around the microphone. I would love to do that. Yes. I would I would volunteer to have like a segment where I interview people. We could the recreate the taxi commercial. I was going to say that. So we like go around and we ask people like like <laughs> char and they're like what the hell what and just pretend to be like an uber or something <laughs> now they have to update their marketing instead of the tyria taxi it's the tyria uber yeah that's right. i mean there could be some pretty fun stuff from that i'm not gonna lie you could have like i've seen so many videos recently where i don't know somebody shows pictures of a character from an mmo to like their dad who doesn't know anything about video yeah. games and then, like, asks for their opinions on them or, you know, like, whatever it is. We could totally take portraits of, like, all the Guild Wars 2 characters in film. I mean, I'm just saying, look, we can make this a whole thing. We could get a lot of content out of this one trip. <laughs> we can make it happen. <laughs> that a box isn't delivered, I will be right back. We'll see you in a second. All right. Nice. Deborah, separation anxiety, I'm scared. I know, I'm also scared, but I think we're going to be okay. What? Should we talk about the stuff we were going to talk about today, Jeff Yeah, yeah we I mean, th yeah. that stuff isn't going to take a million years to talk about, hopefully. Probably to be like... <laughs> I don't have to no, be I'm... enjoying this. This is like the, this is like the actual... Um, this is a little bit like our banter before, although that gets a little bit more filthy. Uh, <laughs> yes. Not in that way, everyone, but like, you know... Sorry. It's, it's just that word, isn't it? Like, when you say filthy, it's got such a connotation to Especially it. Especially when you say it. Yeah. Is that British? Yeah. Filthy. It's filthy. like two F's. Filthy. Not my, not my accent. I like it. Filthy. <laughs> like, oh, no. I can get, I can oh. get, I have to, it's taken a long terrible. time for me to get out of that cockney, cockney way. Like, what do you mean it's terrible? Look at Rook. Look at Rook's doing this. It's like, oh, that's so gross. That's no, so gross. It, was just, it wasn't your accent, Jeff, but I want to be very clear about that. It was the very weird, creepy way that you said it. Oh, that okay, sorry. And that's, I want to but that's like a... That's oh, like, with, like, headphones, it's right in your ear, and you're like... Sorry. That's like a... Like that's heavily like, breathing into the microphone, like... Filthy. Oh, <laughs> that's like a baddie in Harry Potter or something. Sure, that's what it's like. You're like an orc in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> that's true. rude to orcs. You know what? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, no. Maybe I could do that to my ear any day, and some... I would just fall to my knees and be like, yes, sir. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that> filthy. <laughs> and I got shit for that? Like, I mean, really? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what? I have to comply. I don't want to get, like, gutted like Hi. a fish. Boy, like a fish. Isn't that a line of ordinary? <laughs> you know? 
Hello, Sorry, 18 rating. Hello, R rating. Welcome to the show. Wow, you're doing the cutter. I wasn't saying that. I wanted to just stay alive. That's okay. At least it's just here with all of you, anybody listening, you know, as opposed to what was last week when Gilbert's 2, amazing, wonderful, fantastic, thank you so much, came and, you know, gifted some stuff in the chat. Oh, God. Oh, God, I, okay, in a yeah. moment, went, don't say the word syphilis, and then immediately said the word syphilis. So sometimes we all make mistakes, and sometimes things happen, and things are said. You know, Hannah Montana was onto something. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Is Boots about to do like hey, yes, that's very true. Every, is Boots about to do a show and tell? We'll do we'll do Boots no. show and tell before no, we go no, and no. talk about the things. What no, have you got? No. What did you get? I can't. I can't. It's private, Jabro. Oh, private. I thought you brought it in to show us. No, no, I'm just gonna be distracted for a little while while doing. What did this. you get? It's such a Lego set. It's a phone. Oh, your oh, phone! Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 new phone. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you do that, and okay. and we'll talk about something. Um, yeah. I guess we'll do the podcast. <laughs> we'll do the podcast. Yeah, we'll do the whatever. podcast. Yeah, whatever you want to do, it's fine. <laughs> okay, I'll find about the the find about. I'll find about. Wow, the words. Uh, they're coming. Here we go. <laughs> We're gonna look at the website. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? What's going on? How are you? Yes, you good? Look at the website. This is where you buy the game. <laughs> Isn't it good? <laughs> what? I don't know why I thought that was so funny. You're just like, look at the website. <laughs> look at me now. Look at the website. Okay. Now look at me now. Look at the yes. website. Yes. <laughs> I love those ads. They're so good. And then look back at me. I am me looking at a website. It so looks old. great. What do you mean they're so... They're not that. They still do they those. Still, no, they don't do the same format, but that was from, like, 2015. Oh, yeah. And we're old as hell. <laughs> we're old, and ads. my memes are old. They're old and crickety. Oh. So, that's yeah. so bad at memes, everybody. Sorry. Yeah, but you're just Jeff catching wrote, tell up, us so. more. <laughs> What's that website? <laughs> what is it? I'm sorry. Tell us Everyone about this beautiful, it. incredible, gorgeous website. Well, the landing page before, so this changed to this has changed to a more overall thing because there isn't is there, or is there the end of dragons? Just the end of dragons as well. I haven't actually clicked on much, so I was going to do live reactions. Uh, <laughs> my reaction, sad, oh. isn't it? You know how sometimes on YouTube videos people are like, "You'll milk anything, even if it's five minutes worth of content turning into a one-hour video." Yeah, the words that you just spoke. I'm going to do live reactions to the Guild Wars 2 purchase page. Amazing. Amazing. It's truly oh, yeah. a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Not me getting red because I stood up in a 13-minute video on this. I know. That's no. why that, I know you did. I watched it. It's good. It was good, though. You did a good I think I was video. the only person to cover this change. And you know what? I, I found an opportunity. I saw a window, and I leapt through it. Yeah, but no, you're going... This is this is like proof on location. Hello, everyone. Yes, I am looking I at the website. Yes, I was live reporting. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. that's what you should do. That's what you should do. You should get a little yeah. microphone, like a little, well, you, you've got a microphone, but like hold it up to your other, and I like, just have wind and rain, like get a green screen and be like, yes. hello, and today on uh, Croof News or whatever you want to call it. Okay, <laughs> there is very heavy winds and lava is raining down around us. Be sure to bring an umbrella. Uh, okay, Careful. there's a segment right there. We're done. Perfect. Ship it. <laughs> Ship it. It's gone. It's there. Okay, so you've got... <laughs> 
the website looks nice um it is you've got all the bits and pieces the game end of dragons so end of dragons specifically you can click on as well okay but then it's got so you can buy the collection you've got the base game free there half of fire half of fawns combo and then you've got end of dragons and it gives you all of the options to get you can get gems on here as well but it tells you all the dollar amounts for all of these things as well like so the living world season two pack <laughs> Uh, the progression booster, additional character slot, all that kind of stuff, which I don't think I've ever seen before. What? Sure. I don't know if I ever saw those like price prices before. Like where you can the buy additional that. gem packs and other stuff yeah. listed. Could you see that anywhere? They're before? usually they're usually tied to I don't, know, I don't to really gems. look at the store. I already bought Guild Wars two, so I don't really go here. I I went to the oh, Wayback like, Machine yeah. and I. Yeah. You couldn't really buy these in-game items, nor do I, I think you could buy, like, gems from the actual website. So this right. is new. And it's nice okay. to see, and really interesting to see, like, the in-game items have, like, a real-world currency price tag mm-hmm. to it, and not just the gems. Mm-hmm. So that gives you maybe a bit more of an idea of what these items are priced at in, in real-world currency. You're right about that. I actually, I actually think mm. that would be a good idea to start doing a little bit more, like putting in more items like that, so you can get that idea. Um, and also yeah. because you can say you can think right, you know, in game technically, you know, if I convert it back to money, like gems to money and everything else, and I've earned the gold, then it can be like, oh, cool, I earned like this much money's worth of stuff <laughs> by spending fifty hours. Um, and <laughs> As you scroll through the page, yeah. I love that Living World Season 2 Complete Pack is, like, listed there. Exactly. I honestly love this mm-hmm. page redesign. I think it's gorgeous. Like, and the categories for each of the different, you know, expansions and stuff. The only thing that I'm like, I would love to see them add is to, like, have all of the Living Season packs yeah. very clearly, like, with the same formatting as the actual, like, expansions in a category underneath the expansions that's like DLC or something. Mm. And when you're on those expansion pages, I would love it if there was like a link that was like suggested add-on or something and it was that living season pack. And then it like bullet pointed for you what that was, where it fell in the story, that kind of stuff. Like Mm -hmm. the rest of this page is so good. I think that like one touch would just make this the clearest buying experience in Guild Wars 2 that we've had in games so far or so like online head. so far. Yeah. So, so kind of like, yeah. There's a category of games, but Living World is categorized an in game item, though it, it really is its own DLC. So I totally agree. I, I looked at this as well and I was like, there should, right under games, there should be DLC and you have each season listed. And then maybe at the very end, like the complete bundle that you could buy for like 50, 60 bucks. I don't know, however much mm. it would be. But I think that would probably be better in terms of also showing the DLC options in Guild Wars 2 that aren't just the expansion games. Yeah, I just wanted to check that this went to the right bit. Uh, I've got to just bring that back up. Okay, that, yes, yes, great ideas. Like, absolutely. Like, I think it is just nice. It's just straight to the point. It's not like got all of these different, because you know how on the End of Dragons page, you've got like, and a lot of games have done this kind of thing where they've got that kind of 69 ratio thing and you slide down to the next thing, you slide down to the next thing. I just wanted the page with, Boom, boom, boom. All the stuff right there. Don't have to even scroll because then people can just be like, yeah, cool. I can see the exact things and I don't have to do this stuff. And what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) I know I'm English, but like, 
I don't know. You're muted. Moment. We can't hear you, Boots. The way I have a question is that was the hand sure. raising. Yeah, we know. Uh, the way you purchase <laughs> games, End of Dragons, 30 bucks. Yes. Path of Fire, Heart of Thorns, 30 bucks. Free for the base game, and then collections, 50 bucks for all expansions, which is a great deal. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my it, question is this. It says in the description oh. of the collection, get everything you need to experience to Eteria, a vast living world, and then blah, 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 blah. Does it include living world? Probably not, right? No. And a lot of people are, are quick to mention that, but it's unfortunate that the, the phrasing of living world has been a marketing message that they've used even before living world was an actual system. They used living world when they were doing the base marketing. Yeah, the, the yeah. So it's 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 unfortunate Manifest because it goal. might make you expect that you're going to get uh, living world with it yeah. as well. But they don't. They don't. It doesn't look like they mentioned that it includes the living world seasons, but just that I mean, particular phrase. I let's guess. Let's click on it yeah. and find out. <laughs> I do really appreciate that they have them labeled as far as the number of expansion. So, like underneath, yeah. you see expansion one, like expansion oh, one yeah. and two, yeah, expansion good. three, Perfect. expansion. Perfect. That is very good. Good. Also, just to point out the actual like interface of this, I think that this is probably the most modern we've seen Guild Wars 2 go into, because a lot of common marketing tactics is about thumbnails, hooks, very um, in-your-face information where you don't have to read a lot of stuff or click multiple times to get there. It's very much, you click it and you go immediately to that place that you're interested in, and it's much more captivating, and it has a nice structure to it. It's like boxes instead of, like, news articles, and then, like, you go to the top and you scroll down, so... I love yeah. this design, and I really hope that this format might make its way into the actual Guild Wars 2 website. Oh. But for now, I love this so much. Mm-hmm. It looks like Steam. It looks hey, like the way they set it out on Steam. Oh, yeah, kind of. You're right. You're and right. And so when I think you will probably see that those pictures and the exact thing copied of Steam, like when you pick, click on different expansions, you'll probably see that. Yeah. Like I would, I would not even doubt that, yeah. Hopefully they'll have some kind of trailer for each as well. Like where, like, yes. because usually on Steam and stuff, you'll see, you know, like the trailer video and then there's like screenshots you can page through. And even for something like this collection, now that we are, you know, I don't know, 10 years through this, um, it'd be great to see like a trailer that kind of combines little highlights of all of this. Or even, I mean, they have the little cinematic that they released with timey kind of recapping a lot of stuff. But of course, yeah. you don't want to like spoil things for people. But yeah. Oh, there. See, there. There. Yeah, there. Exactly. Expansion three. There so is a video. It. Yeah. So cool. they've got. Yeah. Um. So here. Oh, go away. They've got There's the videos, videos from. Too. Yeah. They've got. Oh wow. They have got a lot of videos. They've got or, like five. Path of Fire and Heart of Thorns in the base game as well. Oh. Okay. Oh, really? The base game. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of look at that because I love those videos. Uh. I good. think they've kind of messed up. I don't oh, think this yeah. website is particularly finished because, in the. Uh, Path of Fire and Heart of Thorns one it's like the image of Heart of Thorns but it plays a Path of Fire one and in Guild Wars 2 space game it shows images from Heart of Thorns so it's a little a little iffy but I think just a little bit more refinement and this page will be like completely set yeah this is great it's so clear cut it shows you like what there is I mean for the most part I think the redesign is so nice and it just goes to show that they are 
addressing so many different facets of the game's experience in preparation for Steam launch. Not even just in-game stuff, not even just in-game systems, but like literally making the process of how they are showing this, advertising it so much clearer. I honestly don't know why for so long it feels like they've been so coy about living seasons that I, I just don't understand. You know what I mean? It's very weird to me. Many other games have just embraced the tag DLC. And I mean, like, DLC can carry its own connotations, I suppose, if people are like, what, there's DLC for my MMO? But there are other MMOs that are doing this specifically. And while some MMOs include stuff like patch cycle content just into it, what they're providing oftentimes post-expansion is not to the level of content that we are getting from like Guild Wars 2 with all new maps and all new all sorts of stuff right where it really is more like that miniature expansion it really is more like a DLC when it's all complete mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's just because they've been trying to figure out like how to rebrand it I don't know if that's but like to put it under items and then to categorize it as a living season but not as a DLC new players that's the only thing the one thing on this page that I think is confusing because new players just like don't understand how that falls into anything. They don't understand those keywords. They don't know what that means in relation to Guild Wars 2. So, like, everything else about this new page and this design is such great foundations um, for new maybe, people who are interested. But Maybe the reason why it's not so well presented yet is because they're planning on changing it. Maybe they are planning yeah. on including Living World into package into the expansions going forward. I think that would be smart. But also mm-hmm. monetarily, and like they could maybe get some extra financing if they continue to sell it. Um, and I think that they've what Rook was saying, where the title of Living Worlds might have some difficulty when you're trying to advertise this as like a DLC. Um, and I think they tried to move away from that with Icebrood Saga, they didn't call it Living World Season 5. So hopefully, they continue to make the seasons their own titles where you just see it as like oh this is a dlc content and it's like the title of that content and i also would like to see them go back to the other seasons and give them their own unique names just for flavor as well um, and then you could maybe sell that a little bit better you're like this is the dlc it's like this is like a cool story arc that you can experience and it's not like connected to this living world system and, but it also is weird that it's so hidden inside the in-game cash shop you would expect that to maybe be like more more shown off that is well, especially, especially too, because like they realized that there was a big gap with Living Season 1, right? So they needed to put that in so that players understood the basis. And when it comes down to it, like I don't, I, I personally do not actually consider these Living Seasons optional. Like if you are somebody that cares about a linear throughput of story, I don't think they are optional whatsoever. Now, breaking down components of the game to provide, you know, maybe somebody just does not care at all about story. They just don't mind. They'll watch a recap or something. And so they can only afford to get the expansion bundle or something like that. I don't think it's a bad idea to have things be more piecemeal where you can like buy as you can or like choose something that works for you. But, and and the fact that you can flexibly jump around in the expansions, I mean, I think is a good benefit to people who want to do that or want mounts or want this or want that. Although soon with the streamlining, that might change too, right? And like how they're kind of introducing things earlier. But um, it does need to be like much clearer. And I I love your idea about rebranding the other living seasons and just calling them, you know, 
whatever they are, um, and then packaging them specifically as DLC. Because if they really do want to continue to sell these separately, I think that's the way to do it. Like, make it something like that and then, you know, say this is the narrative between X or Y or this Mm -hmm. is, you know. It's the... The thing is, when they started Guild Wars 2, they they wanted to be different, right? We're not going to do raids. We're not going to do mounts. We're not going to do... Yeah, we're not going to do dungeons because the typical way, because it's going to be the Trinity instead. Um, And we're not going to call it DLC. (laughs) We're going to call it Living World. Um, And the Living World is what Kruf said, very correct. Like, it's that thing they started way back when and what they kind of sold with Guild Wars 2, where the Living World was happening in a living, evolving world that happened while you were playing it. That was more specific, really, to those two-week or one-week events where you're just like, yeah, there's every two weeks this is happening, and then it's changing and changing and changing. Whereas Living World is, it's evolving and changing, but still doing that, even though it's the same thing <laughs> over and over. Much and it's, more DLC. Yeah, it's, okay. it's definitely, de- like, absolutely. And they need to they need to they really just need to change it because they people don't get it people just don't get it they absolutely have no clue like if anyone new comes in they're like if i buy the expansion and and you do the normal stream thing you're like yeah you can use the link you can go and do all this and if you want you can get the living world story pack what's the living world story pack well (laughs) 10 hours later you're like well you need it for the story and and there is with the expansions you do you do need to other than path of fire i think you can argue is more just individual right but like with heart fawns and with um ender dragons if you don't have if you've not done living world before season two is so important yeah it is like you need that you need it imagine not doing it and just being like where are we without season two is wild (laughs) just think about Okay, all the Mordremoth stuff that comes from season two, one. But aside from that, you literally meet Orene. Like, Mm -hmm. you get her egg in living season content. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we're talking about the 10-year dragon story arc and your character eventually becomes the dragon champion of one of arguably the most pivotal and important characters in the entire game, then you best understand how you even discovered that dragon Mm -hmm. met that dragon or had any relationship with that dragon yeah i mean i would be all for them just putting these living seasons just as a part of the expansion experience and upping the price slightly on the expansion even if it's five bucks or something honestly i think but we're talking about season two specifically i think that should be base game because it's something that came Mm. before the idea of the expansions and we all got it for free and if they're making season one free season one has been good in quality we have yet to see how it fully plays out but season two was such a tight narrative it was so well done and it really left off with an amazing cliffhanger that made Mm. you want to like journey further into the jungle and that could give you another reason to purchase the expansion exactly but like Kruf, what do you reckon 10 years do you think they could do that they could maybe for an anniversary package like or something is that something they could do like making it free oh for the 10 year anniversary no because if you've been playing for 10 because birthdays you have to play for that many years so it Uh, really wouldn't make any oh no they're just just saying for new players though yeah yeah he's just saying in oh like 
for when... Guild Wars 2's 10th anniversary. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not for of, of 10th. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I mean, like, I'm not going to... Well, I mean, like, they've what? run out of ideas. I've got all of the dice, so they might as well give me stuff for free, you know, uh, like, just the game content that I've no, already got. Yeah. <laughs> I think for, like, the, I, they, could make, they could tie it to a special event, like Guild Wars 2's anniversary and their birthday, but I think, like, I look at season two as such... That is really the season that got me to love Guild Wars 2 to the point mm. where I'm at today. Because the season end two, of season... Sorry. Yeah, the right, end of season right, one yeah. was so good that that hooked me, and then season yeah. two just kept going. Oh, yeah, and it was, it was a solid storyline. Mm -hmm. So I always am a little... I always cringe a little when I... I'm like, ah, oh, season two is locked behind a paywall for, like, the core mm. experience, and it's not tied to an expansion. It's so funny that you mentioned that, because I tell people all the time living season two is where I think I actually started to, like, genuinely form a connection and care about Guild Wars 2's narrative. And, like, there is a lot of good stuff in the core game. But, I mean, there are parts of its narrative structure that show its age. You know, there are, it, you know, it it's good and there are cool ideas and there are many i love the explorable playable pathways and like the different variations and but like when we look at where we get later with the narrative and everything else like um you know i was kind of still on the fence i was like i mean it's fine but i don't really know if i feel like this is anything that special you know mm -hmm. and then when i hit living season two i started to go oh wait hold on there's a lot of stuff here i mean Honestly, when I think about it, and I hope that it is what everybody was talking about, like the reason that they're not even on this page is because they are truly like they're seriously thinking right now. And I'm sure they are. They are. They want this game to be as much yeah. of a success as possible and have as many people come in and have a great experience and retain players. They are doing all kinds of stuff to that effect. So I'm sure this has been a big discussion, but like the more I think about it, I'm like, yes, it should definitely at least be visible as DLC, if nothing else. But the more that I think about it, the more that I'm just like, really, honestly, if they want players to have the best experience, if they want players to have the best chance at retention, I think they just need to be in the X packs as a part of it. Yes. Because honestly, season two, yes, is very important and should be in there. But then I was like, okay, well, what about like season three? And I was like, oh yeah, there's some important stuff. And then I was like, season four. And I went, if you haven't played season four, you like, don't, you, you, you haven't even confronted one of the major elder dragons. You haven't, yeah. you mm -hmm. kill him in the living season. It sad though like, as well. I was like, you haven't even done this. <laughs> I mean, there, there's some you of the only. kill three elder dragons in the living season. In the living season. <laughs> do. People may not it's like, like have done that. <laughs> if this first arc, if this first arc is the dragon cycle. Yeah. And you literally don't confront or see the dragons in like like half of the dragons the and anything except for living season then you don't actually have the dragon cycle without those you know mm -hmm. what i mean so yeah, like no, to absolutely. me the more i think about it the more i'm like they do really need to roll these in or something like you know because it's think, just i don't know i think that yeah it could be 10th anniversary material yeah i don't know that seems pretty soon though i definitely think that it's got to be <laughs> Not I think it's got to be one of the things that they have to do for getting their ducks in a row for the Steam release. Yeah. I don't I don't know if the Steam release is going to come on the 10th anniversary. That would be that would be cool, but I think that's a little soon. Um they need to so, yeah, yeah maybe maybe first. 10th anniversary yeah. they announce that it's all uh tied into the living uh, the living world's tied into the expansion of purchases and then uh and then you're already ready for Steam. Like rather than saying announcing it for Steam. I really... And then now that we've completed the cycle, yeah. if they want to do DLC in the future and like have that differentiation from the living world, they could. 
I -hmm. love that idea too, because I do think there are components to the living seasons that absolutely could be their own just bonus DLC, right? Like, is there a bonus map? Is there, I mean, granted, Guild Wars 2 has a smaller team. We have to remember this. Like, I, I really do think that compared to many other studios, at least as far as I know, they are working with a smaller group. And if they are, like, dividing and subdividing groups, that oftentimes means that, like, they are not hiring an entire new team to work on this feature or this thing, right? They are taking these groups of people, moving them to this temporarily, which means that there's a shifting, right? So developing ongoing DLC is something where... It has been, I think, very efficient for them for a long time with Living Seasons to kind of tackle it that way, where it's like, well, we have these new maps, a new mount, a new this, a new that, right? Um, Because they can just have their teams work on focusing that story while then everybody else is using that time to work on expansion, as we've seen, and stuff like that. But I think if they could find a way to divide some of this, I would be fine. You get, like, a bonus map for, like, enhance the Living Season. You get a bonus map or something, you get... I would be curious how people would respond if they put like a new mount behind one. I don't know, but they still to me, do with the living world, they do right. So In like a to me, because if you're playing up to date, you get it for yeah. free, which has been so kind of ArenaNet for to give us these free updates for three months. If you log in, you don't even have to like do anything special. You just have to log in. But I'm also like, ooh, you, you could be selling this in a way to they me. They really could like, have been, help, honestly. I mean, help with the studio funds. It doesn't it's even... Like, yeah, go on, sorry. Gem store stuff is nice, but it, you're not going to hit everyone. But usually with DLC and you have it laid, layered out with like story maps, raid mm-hmm. wings, mounts, you're like, okay, that is something that I can like actually get behind and invest in. It's weird because... You, you think, I'm, and all of four of us probably think that that's, that's fine, right? Pardon me. That it's just like, really, we could, I'd pay 10 bucks for like a, a thing every three months. That's fine. No sub, anything like that. Whereas other games like ESO um, and World of Warcraft, which is more, I guess, it's, it's more sub and that kind of builds up to a base. But then in, in ESO, you do have to buy the DLCs if you don't have the sub. So it's like, you know, kind of swooping in and out there. Guild Wars 2 is the MMO for the player who doesn't want to pay the sub, right? So you start introducing paying for DLC, you can get a little bit... And I think it would be absolutely fine. I I, I would pay the money, I would be fine with that. Um, I think you... I, I feel like there might be a little bit of an uproar about it. It is because of like the model, and I'm, it makes me sad, honestly, because I think it's worth it's well worth the money, even if it was just five bucks, or even if you just paid with gold converted to gems and you could just buy it. Like I think I would, I think that would be okay. But I actually think, like you know what, we've been talking about this sub for a long time in this show. Like yeah. we've been talking about a sub, for an optional thing where you can get as an additional thing access to everything like you know it's a bonus thing for past players like as well but i I guess then what do you give the players already got that stuff is the other question but like it's just like there's so much they could do and i think sometimes we're frustrated by the fact that they could just be making more money (laughs) and it feels like a weird thing to say (laughs) when we're like we want you to make money do this thing like we would actually pay for it like but then we forget like we would but how many other people would like chat let us know would you pay for a d how much would a living world story from start to finish how much would you pay for that and would it be would you pay for it up front because it's different because you don't just get the whole thing 
all in I one. It's like over six months or so, right? If they, had to, if they were going to do that, you'd have to like bullet point out promises. Yeah. That would be like six episodes, like three or four maps, a raid wing, two mm-hmm. fractals, an amount. And like you would have, like that would be their overall checklist for that season. Right. Because if you didn't have that, I wouldn't do a sub because if it was just something where like you were left in the dark, I don't think anyone logically should or would do that. Yeah, that's um, what makes it difficult, right? I think that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, I think they could honestly even layer some stuff that would be interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if we just make Living Seasons now the baseline, everybody gets them. If you have purchased the expansion, they are affiliated with their important story. If that's how they want to keep structuring them, right? But then it would be kind of. I would pay for this. I don't know. I think some people would be... I do think some people would be frustrated. But if they still had baseline stuff like, you know, we have the gear sets, we have the special collections, we have special achievements, yeah. we have all that kind of stuff that oftentimes are affiliated with these maps. Now, stuff like that, right? But then if they had different add-ons, like enhance your living season or enhance your season pass or whatever right Mm -hmm. so then like if you had that season pass or if you paid a blanket amount or if you did like a subby kind of thing right yeah um you would get like an additional collection or an additional quest on the maps you would get a, Mm. a different an additional set of weapons or an additional tier of special effect on that weapon if you like you know did whatever thing on the map or um you would get access to i don't know you know what i mean like a, a unique mount skin just yeah, yeah that you could <laughs> yeah like you could get a unique mount skin if you you know grind oh, out like oh, wait if they gave you a mount skin with a battle pass for like that month i Ooh. we've talked about this before this is this has been one of those things though. we've talked about. I've always about. been like weapon collections. They should or, like, do loads of little they could back do items, but like a mount, yeah. like at the end, like an Absolutely. awesome like, type of mount that you'd pay like sixteen hundred gems for. I would battle pass Guild Wars two forever. That's the thing. Yeah. Why don't they do I'm this? <laughs> That's well, a good idea. I, mean, I, think, I think a lot of it is to be fair, right? Like we're critiquing this, we're talking about this, right? I think a lot of it is that this is a. We are right now at a point where there's a shift in mentality for. MMOs and uh, monetizing them. We've seen some games do these kinds of online co-op things very badly. We've seen some MMOs do these kind of additional payments very badly. But we've also realized that like there is both a demand for free-to-play games, but also a demand for quality within those games. You cannot have quality without financial backing. You just cannot. Um, You literally won't have the people to work on it. You won't even be able to keep the servers running, um, let alone hold some kind of release date. So there has to be more of a middle ground. And I think that, like, Guild Wars 2 is right now reconsidering a lot of this and trying to figure out what will work for them moving forward. I don't know. Like, they have sold themselves so long as a no-sub game, as a major selling feature of the game, which is also why a lot of people get into it, that... Again, we talked about this, but I don't know if they could ever just do like a really traditional subscription. Um, Optional sub, possibly something like a battle pass, I think would also be interesting. And again, I think that if they provided some baseline of this, you know, this is permanently free and then gave some kind of additions. I honestly think knowing the player base that people would just do it. Like, Kruf, you lit up when it was like, wait, you mean, like, with this episode, I could get this mount if I had the battle pass, and then if I did that, or I worked, or I played however many hours, or I met whatever the goals were, like, I could get this cosmetic, or I could get this thing. People would absolutely do that, you know? And I don't think it would feel like at that point, again, that they were 
shortchanging us because everybody would still get the season. You'd still be able to do mm. stuff like whatever the hot meta was. You'd still be able to participate. But if you wanted these additional features, if you wanted this additional stuff, you could get it. And there would be a very clear-cut way to do that. And, and it's not I a story like thing. It's not like tied to anything else. I mean, maybe you can do... Well, you can do anything. I mean, the, there's battle passes I see of things which are really good. Where you, can, where you basically just do anything and you get progress. So you, you kill a skeleton. It's like part of a mini achievement, which is like you've killed 20 yeah. skeletons or you've like, you know, you've killed a kraken. You know, then you get a little bit towards this other achievement, your battle pass goes up. And then you can you could assign, maybe don't assign achievements to it because that's like pay to win for achievements. But like, you know, it's more of like shit sections in this thing. I don't know, but yeah, I I would or just like utilize existing dailies or just add like add on yeah. to the dailies. So oh, like I, the dailies that yeah. you do it that's further increases your, your progression of that battle pass system. Yeah, that's a good idea as and well. And you can introduce like weeklies and monthlies because if a battle pass is tied to that specific episode, that would run for like two or three months. That yeah. would give players enough time to actually like play at their own pace. Well, maybe if they wanted to go harder, they could get it faster. Yeah. If they weren't as free, they could still have that time to catch up. I mean, they've got the system in there, technically, with reward tracks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like a reward track, basically. It is just a reward track. I mean, honestly, I mean, you do a certain piece of content, you know, in World v. World, you know, you progress that track by playing World v. World. You progress the PvP track by playing PvP. Like, it would just be a general reward track where you have, where it's monetary and you can get a unique skin. Then again, then people will be sad that that skin is not available for a raid and everything else. But I would argue this is an optional additional thing to help our company that we like to make the game, make the game, <laughs> which is fine, I think. Yeah. Honestly, to me, it's it's one of those things where as long as the game is still providing cosmetics, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. As long as you can still get the things you want to get. And there's a lot of cool gear in this game and a lot of, you know, all these other options. Um and as long as it isn't something that is, like, super, super predatory, you know what I mean? I, I think having a clear goal, like you said, Kerfoot, need to be communicated. Like, this is what you need to do. These are the tiers of the thing, right? But, like, to me, as a player, I would feel more incentivized to get that thing and then put the hours in. And a lot of times I feel like with Battle Pass systems, they can maybe... Um, even sometimes charge a little bit less than what you might expect from like a recurring subscription or stuff like that. Because right, part of the return is that you have people logging into your game. Part of the yeah. return is that mm -hmm. they are running the content in the game. Part of it is that, you know, I had never played Fall Guys before. Not even once. I but it just went up Who free are on you? Epic. <laughs> Why have you not played this game? <laughs> I still haven't actually yeah, uh, I just went up for free on Epic. Oh my god! Oh, awesome! Um, a light bringer's full guy stream. <laughs> I'm in there. Yes, let's but, do it. Um, we did it with Sorry. some of my mods, and it was so much fun. And I had never touched the game before, and I logged in, and I, you know, we had done however many rounds or whatever, and then I looked at my little season pass currency because there are some options that you can yeah. only get when they're paid, but you everybody earns season pass stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like oh, if I do, like, three more matches, I can get those cute glasses. And then I went, I might never play this game again. But in the back of my head, I was like, <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah, but that's what, trip, that's what Twitch drops are like as well. I've, yeah, and, you know, like, this oh, last week. Stream. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this last week, I've been watching Albion online. I've been having Albion online streams. And I'm like, 
when I did that with you Overwatch. You don't even play it. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch as well. Exactly. I yes. was like, oh, I want to try this out. I'll watch it for four hours. Yeah. And I, yeah. And a huge <laughs> part hours, about um, getting people in, it's like people will drop it. It's just having people in the game is also a really positive influence on other players because mm-hmm. they see that people are online, people are playing. You don't feel as lonely. And what's worse than feeling alone when you're playing an MMO? I can't think of anything. So mm. when you're able to see a lot of people playing in those maps, playing in PvP, in World versus World, it encourages you to keep playing and so you feel like you're a part of something. So I think it works well for MMOs. I agree. I agree. This is a great conversation. We- We're always going to have this. Boots has been very quiet. Are you on your phone? We can see your screen. Oh. Lizzy, he's getting his new phone set He's up. just excited. That's okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Boys and I agree and with horns. everything you guys are saying. I love that, that that's the very neutral, like, yeah, positive response. Like, I agree. Uh-huh. You're all saying amazing stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I could, I could take it one step further. Uh, Rook is saying the most good stuff. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. We're just sucking up now. <laughs> this is like amazing. Go on, go on. Yeah. Is that it? Is that? Oh that's... no, sorry. And Jebro, you are saying also very good stuff. And Kruf, you especially are saying good oh, stuff. Thank you. Wow. I got the especially. You yeah. did. I got good stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got good stuff. I'm fine. Okay. Um, website wise, I think I think we could probably carry down that conversation line a little bit longer. Um, I would love to do like a, a I'd love to do a stream one day where we can design things, like design a reward yes. track, and like have someone do Photoshop. that. Yeah. I, if anyone wants to do that, I, I'm. I'm down. I don't think I could do it on the fly very well. If you wanted to do that, we, I would be up for that for sure. I just did it with the Firebrand rework. I liked the whole like oh yeah I okay up everything did you get like... I get invested with this stuff okay I I would be up for doing that for sure um I have yeah. a question how do we feel about because <sighs> this is the buy page our overall impressions seem to be very positive how do we feel about Guild Wars 2's official website with the context that we might see more people coming in with this Steam release it's old and outdated. I think it was old and outdated when they made it. <laughs> Honestly, it was just they, they gave it this classic look, which was very refined and very much like, oh, Guild Wars 2. I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but like it was just, it's not bad, but like you, everything's at the top. <laughs> you have to go to the yeah. top to like, like, because you can see the really basic stuff. It's like news. If you go to any of... Maybe I can go to some examples. But, like, they just seem to be more impactful. Like, the Guild Wars 2, it's a white background. It's got this, this sketchy art, which is beautiful. It's not very much that. like, you know... There's not like that hardcore landing page that you get for some games where they've got the official... Like, if you've never been there before, like that page is different to the page which you would normally go to to access everything else. Do you know what I mean? Like the landing page or whatever it's called? Mm-hmm. They need to update it. (laughs) Just do. I agree. And Uh I I looked at this page and, you know, talking about like the block design and having those like clear indicators. Mm -hmm. I think when people want to know more about Guild Wars 2, 
Yeah. I would love if they just took this and instead of like expansions, they were like PVE, PVP, world mm-hmm. versus world, like mm-hmm. endgame, professions, combat. Um, and then you can go to those specific areas and get information on the game. Um, I also like the white background. There isn't a dark mode for Guild Wars 2's website, is there? Only like, the forums, which we found out last eyes. week. <laughs> it hurts my eyes. And so I just love this website because I was like, oh, wow. It's just like clean. Yeah, that new website, I love like the color palette. I love how they have stuff displayed. I agree because like I just pulled up the website, right? And literally three quarters of the page as I scroll through it are news blocks. News. So like at the very top, there's a little banner that's like the future of Cantha is now. And then I scroll down underneath it and like that banner scrolls and it goes through and it, you know, says 16 million players and, you know, you can click play free. But then underneath that, the entirety of the rest of the page is news. So like here are the different blog posts, which is helpful if you are a returning player curious yes. about what's happening in the game. But then off to the side in a little tiny panel is... The dragon cycle that has sustained and blighted Tyria for ages is collapsing. Learn more. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the recent expansion. I don't know if that the artwork looks kind of the same as the other stuff. But like, what does that mean? So wasn't there wasn't there a page that was made not too long ago? I want to say a year, maybe two years ago, that was supposed to be for new players. There was, there's been multiple, like, new player pages. The one with, like, the CGI lightsaber trailer. Maybe. That, I think that was... I don't there. know. Only, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, and, it, it, yeah. it included sort of, like, basic, basic, basic guides for new players. Yes. And it's like, um, here are your health bar keys, and here's your dodge thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would Isn't be great it, if they had a button up on the menu that just said, new players, click here. <laughs> Well, they've got and this then, bit yeah. with like the combat where you can click. Is was that was Maybe that just what it was? I mean, but it feels like. But this is old. This has got a sire who is a legendary dev for like Guild Wars, but isn't even <laughs> there anymore. And like, you know, he's not. He's not been there for for a while. And it, there's still like, I think this is this is this is how old this is. I think this is actually like beta or before the game even launched like footage of like talking about combat and i feel like it's evolved since then because Mm. if you think about because you probably got i haven't actually played that i would be interested to see if they talk about the trinity and it not being a thing because it is a thing again now really honestly like it kind of exists it never marketed itself as a game that didn't have a trinity i guess they never said no right Community started to do that because their trinity was damage, support, and control. They were mm-hmm. really leaning into those titles. So I think a lot. I mean, I think I remember interviews though. When they interviews where they said we don't have like the tri- typical trip. I'm pretty sure they did talk about well, the that. Typical, but then actually, Colin Johansson. I was watching an old video in like 2015 or 2016 right. during Heart of Thorns. He said that like we internally we never saw Guild Wars 2 as a game without the Trinity. We just saw it as a different take on the Trinity. Right, so they were yes. all trying to go mm-hmm. after it, but I feel like the messaging got lost in the in the community and the marketing aspect of it. I There's think... also mm-hmm. Oh sorry, I was going to say like you're on this page with combat information, right? Yeah. So somebody in chat said, "Oh, well if you go to um game oh, on the top. Gosh. And Hold on. So if you if you go, 
you're on the main landing page. Oh my gosh, this is such terrible design. I haven't even looked at this. This is so horrible. Have you okay, never done it before? You've never done it? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, here, let me just explain because I'm going to take everybody on a journey that I've been having in the background during this conversation. Do you music? So, somebody said, no, somebody said, um, okay, well, there is a new player page. If, and then Kafka said this in chat, you go to services and then okay. you go down to new player guide. So I click oh. on. So here's the thing. I click on new player guide. New oh. player guide takes me to what? a page in which, in which the top navigation bar that even had the services tab and stuff on it vanishes. What? I can't even go to those other tabs unless oh. I back page and then click on a different tab again. I've so got those. Oh, I don't have them on mine. Oh, on mine, okay. they're not up there. Oh, I have mine. Oh, oh I've weird. Got them. I've Maybe got... it's because, oh, I had the page half size. So possibly oh. mobile. And when I open it full, they show up, but they don't adapt for what might be more oh, of a mobile view. So, so they don't show up for me. So um, then you scroll down the page and mm -hmm. it tells you about Homeworld, creating your character, movement, tutorial instance. You get down to combat. And it has it has all of these different little um, categories of your skills. And you can hover over them and they'll highlight. But <gasps> you cannot click. So if I'm curious, I'm like, what is an elite skill? Oh, this it is highlights. Cool. Like, I can click on it, but it won't let you click on elite skills. So you don't get any more information about what is an elite skill. Oh, it just How highlights it. How do I it. use it? <laughs> also, they what? have mislabeled endurance as energy. Um, <laughs> so, all of this to say, what caught my attention is that, um, was it Crew for Boots who was saying when you come, maybe it was everybody collectively, that when you land on a landing page for an MMO, right, you yeah, want it to be this, this yeah. almost dynamic cinematic experience yeah. where in one set, like one second, you get an impression of how you will feel playing the game. And down, like you see this thing and here's the swoop and a dragon goes by and it's Guild Wars 2. And then underneath it, you see like, you know, become your avatar in a, mm -hmm. a world of fantasy and science and then you've got the char and you can hover over it and this thing pops up and it's like this is what the char are and then you scroll down further and it's like fight your way through a dangerous world and you see the classes and they give you some really catchy little blurb about like you are a guardian someone who protects your ideals and fights with the conviction of your beliefs or whatever it is right and in that one moment you are already your eyes are big and you're going like i want to play as that cat thing oh my gosh i can be i love this theme for my character and you scroll down and then like maybe at the bottom there's a little thing that's like recent news yeah. or whatever and you can you can navigate off to the other pages but like as it is i get no sense from this landing page other than some kind of cool splash art <laughs> about like why I should feel a connection to this game. Like what is compelling me to be like, I already feel like I, somebody has opened the door for me and I have one foot through it. And mm -hmm. all I need to do is click on the purchase now, play for free, play, yeah. grab. Like, so I do think this actually really does need to be looked at because even the who in the world for one thinks to go to a services tab for a new player guide for two, what is this services. guide even? Like, like this, you this should have, wins. when you're on the landing page, if we're going mm. with this block with like thumbnails and in your face poppy marketing, the first square should be like new player guide. 
click that, it takes you directly to this site. And it shouldn't be something that where you have to search in the services tab for. And then, of course, you could, like, once you've gotten this covered, you'll back to the homepage. You have the other things that you can look at with PVE, combat, you know, classes, all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, when you actually look at the official expansion websites, because each Guild Wars 2 expansion has its own separate website and DLC. That for it. And, uh, sorry, Living World as well. Episode. Each episode has its own website as well. It used to. Yeah. Or its Each own blog, own website? Yeah, they had their own websites. Wow. Do you remember? They were, yeah, they, they released like. Post. I think maybe it was a festival, maybe more specifically. But each did, yeah, back in the day. As far as I remember, they had like, there was like, yeah, there was. If anyone wants to link it, it's up in the chat for sure. Um, but well, yeah, they I used to. What I was doing is I was linking a few websites that are like game websites that... Yeah, I've got some have, up like Final Fantasy. Yeah, um, so like Final Fantasy XIV, except for Final Fantasy fourteen. if you Google it, it's got... You've, the first thing that pops up is free trial and you can go to that website specifically. So you can go to the free trial. So Guild Wars 2 doesn't have that. Like they don't have a thing where it's like guildwars2.com slash free trial, play Guild Wars 2 for free, I guess, like or whatever. They don't have that, which so Final Fantasies is really good for that. And then you've got the normal website. But then I went to Elder Scrolls Online and I thought they had more of a this is actually a little bit similar to um Guild Wars 2, but they've still got the like latest expansion and they've they've kind of got this banner up the top which gives you a little bit more. But what other, and they've got some inbuilt trailers and stuff. But yeah, if you've got any good examples, link them and I'll throw them out for sure. Uh, yeah, as I was saying with the expansion ah. websites, they feel much more That's cinematic. Um, they are a little bit... Heart of Thorns was a bit different format. It was an old time. It was like going from left to right. But the other expansions, like even with End of Dragons, it's so much more up to date in terms of like scrolling down the page and you get the information in those blocks on the web page. And it's much more digestible. You're getting everything that you are looking for for a new player or a returning player. And the the main core website doesn't have that satisfying cinematic experience or satisfying informational experience either i've never seen this <laughs> i've never seen this before oh, wow there is so much different stuff where is this from i didn't even know this exists this was from like 2019 i think really there's actually good information in here yeah but Chris, just, why is this in the game but like you have to go to the service this should be like the news, I like that there is a news section, okay? Yes. But that's yeah, the only thing at the bottom of the landing page. That news should be shifted to the side. Yeah. Have certain categories to identify that news piece as, like, update, patch notes, or blog post, so that it's not like, what am I clicking on? What is this news article? There's there's a lot that is outdated with yes. the Guild Force I love this gathering I mean, bit. It's so funny. Oh, I know. It's so goofy. Like, mm. pull, I would say pull up. I posted um, Final Fantasy XIV's landing site, and then also Genshin mm -hmm. Impact's landing site, because I think that both of those do a good job of, again, creating that feeling that you've already almost put your foot in the door. Like, just to compare contrast, because, okay. like... let me grab. I think the experience you have on either... Like, on the Guild Wars 2 site versus these sites is very different, and I personally feel more compelled 
to like try the game off of these which websites. Which one would you like me to show that you think I is think the best example? I think either one is pretty cool. 14, um, I think it's good from an MMO standpoint, but okay. Genshin Impact is actually really cinematic in a way that I think evokes a sense of the game, right? That idea of creating a sense of the game, like a window into it before you've ever even played the game. And this is not me endorsing Genshin Impact because I think there are some really good design choices in it but also so much nonsense yeah we're, gotcha we're just looking at the yeah oh yeah but we're, we're just looking we know what you're trying to do it's okay this <laughs> yeah. is mostly <laughs> just like those with like what guild wars 2 recently did with her, uh, uh, end of dragons so yeah like here That's on the screen better. jebro has genshin up one of the things that i think is so neat is that they're already giving a player and i think it's probably arguments for how clear or not clear this is but they're already giving mm. you a choice to feel as though you yourself are taking action in the world oh, because yeah. you have to click on this thing like what? what is this interesting little tidbit and then i click on it and <gasps> magic pulses out well that's actually very awesome it's a bit laggy on my side sorry but like yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's cool What's this? Sorry, I'm live reacting. <laughs> More content, yes. Uh, let me go for here. Play. Is that a trailer for the game? Yeah, it looks like they have a, a trailer, yeah. some of the newest stuff up that you can immediately click on. Honestly, the combat in this game is good. <laughs> the combat is very, very good. Yeah. But just a side random comment. But you've got download up there on the top right. You've got, you know, the world, which seems very alive. You've got all the app stores. You've got PS5, PS4. You know what systems it's on. I mean, you've got I the basic information for a new player, right? I mean... Can you scroll down on that page? I don't even know. Oh, you can, yeah. Then you've got so the news probably... and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And the follow us on the right-hand side with the Facebook, Twitter, Discord reddit everything else coming like there's somewhere. definitely still some things to critique about this website like sure. for example you know there's some there's some things that coming soon down at the bottom or the fact that they don't even delineate that those are like characters you can play yeah. but like yeah because i don't know yeah yeah like, like the news panel is again more consolidated it's not like this huge thing that takes up a, a bunch of the page yeah. you can see that there's been recent updates but again it's just one small facet and then as you scroll down there's you know more stuff um i mean like the 14 website i think too again like when you okay, go onto would. that website first there are a lot like the 14 website is very polished very 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 is polished the... okay yeah that one okay genshin i think takes it a little far in the direction as far as like a cinematic thing but it does yeah. give you a sense of like oh i want to be in that beautiful world right oh i want to be in a fantasy like um i think that part of it is cool 14s feels better from an advertisement perspective as far as mmos go where see immediately the first thing you see is adventure awaits you beyond the horizon. You, it's your adventure. Um, it tells you about the players. It tells you about the awards and nominations. Immediately underneath it, it shows you like, look at all these different characters that you can make in the game. And then mm -hmm. what is Final Fantasy XIV? And then it says, live your story. It like as you scroll down heavy. the page. It is text heavy. That's one good critique, I think. But again, I feel like it's much better. Yeah, it's I think much. just the positioning of the text 
But look at this. Look at this when you scroll down. Eyes. Yeah, I know what yeah, you no, mean. This, the overall layout, what you're saying is like, also the, the copy that they are going with in terms of what they've written, Adventure Awaits You, great taglines. Guild Wars 2 has that with like a living, breathing world, but they don't, the, the page isn't selling it. This sells it to me. Yeah, and as you scroll down further, you see like, fight so that's the combat section and then after that you see adventures oh, what you make of it yeah and you can immediately start seeing what all the classes are what fashion at the are. top that's it i'm told <laughs> you know like they're, they're, you're right like, but like it's but then it, it talks about and i'm not sure who mentioned that earlier i think it was maybe you or Chris, i'm not sure when you say no you say i think it was you Chris. you said you know saying pvp world v world all these different things like that's what they've mm-hmm. kind of got here like crafting gold source although this is the side i said this is the side of it outside of just like the main game but i guess but like that's really good and then it's got the expansions you can click on those that's pretty decent to be fair yeah i mean again yeah. this isn't to say like the thing is that Guild Wars 2 has all of these selling features and more. But when I look at the landing page of Guild Wars 2's main website, I get none of that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm actually really glad that you brought this up, Kroof, because I literally don't remember the last time I was on that website. But if I had clicked it without being referred to this game by a friend, by people I knew on stream, by people I, I probably would have been like, okay you know what i mean like i I don't know (laughs) how am i I going to get sold on this from this website especially because guild wars 2 over the last 10 years has only had this website it's never been on steam you have to go through Mm -hmm. this website to download the game and Mm -hmm. in hindsight that even kind of stings a bit worse because now that we might have this steam system steam is it's very like Everything's pretty much the same. You people you know what to expect when you're going on Steam. But like that was this was all that they had to like sell the game on. There you go. That's the, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, at least there's it's gonna be on Steam. I mean that's a good thing. <laughs> at least we'll we'll take that as the good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. ESOs is is not bad as well. It's should I tell you what the different thing about ESO is? They've got the streamers on their main page at the bottom. <laughs> They do. Content creators, community yeah. tabs. I've been on that. That's also a big thing. <laughs> well, Yay. and especially and with drops and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, ESO realized that in order to have visibility and, like, word of mouth, more and more content creators are becoming a massive part of that, right? Yes. If you're looking at a new game, maybe you are t- Twitch savvy. Not everybody is. But you go to Twitch, you look at the streaming categories, and if there's, like, two people playing it, and there's like not much going on, you know, mm-hmm. that can be a deciding factor. So ESO realized because they didn't have the most successful launch. Like, I love the game. <laughs> but like, it was they very also, bad. Yes, it was like almost Final Fantasy 14, like destroy the world bad. and start yeah. again bad. It was close. It was close. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. So they have had to make a really conscious effort to change the community perception, the large-scale reach of the game, to advertise in unique and unconventional and interesting ways, to redesign elements of the story, refresh, and constantly update. 
um, to get people constantly having doors open up along the way, like, oh, maybe I tried that, but maybe I'll try it again, you know? Um, they're constantly trying to foster that. So part of how they did that was by really tapping into and developing this partnership team, um, enhancing visibility, and or making people feel as though Twitch is a place they need to be and want to be if they want to be a part of the community and if they want to get cool stuff. So like with all mm. the drops, all the things, they integrate, right? You've got your partners and content creators featured on that front page, which drives you to Twitch. On Twitch, you learn that you can get drops. on. So like it creates this cycle of visibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. ESO is a really good example of a company turning their game around, honestly. <laughs> like they actually changed. So when just before I stopped streaming, they I think they had started their stream team, which is like kind of partner program. Uh, and I was, I think I was quite early in there, but like they, they basically, the big change Riazo is actually one Tamriel where you can go and play in whatever map you want at what level, even in the latest DLC, you can just go in there and play. Can you know? we get that for Guild Wars 2? I mean, that would be sick, honestly. <laughs> I think it would be like you can just go wherever you want. And it was, it was, it, that was the game changer moment. And then, like you said, then they've got all of these different loops and cycles that people can go in, and it feels like they're always going around in circles. And like, there's always, there is always something going on. I would argue that drops are a little bit too frequent on the ESO, so it doesn't feel that special. Um, yeah, because I think drops can be, yeah, I think they really can be, because then you feel obligated to do this thing and then just be there. And then it really just, it just, I think I feel like yeah, there's too many games that just rely on drops to make you go to the channels to saturate the Twitch directory too hard, and then you can see the fall off when the drops drops go yeah. down. That just never sustains. So now some games just have permanent drops on, so they've always got this crowd. It's so it's so interesting. But the, yeah, all of your points. I mean, it was I'm loving this kind of website analysis because it's something I do for sure. Um, and it's like with anything, right? And I've been looking for jobs recently, you know, and even even check researching things for like being a counselor. Uh, I've just been like, what's their website look like? How are they communicating to me? How, what their clientele, what communities they appeal to and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't like that. So <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, if they can't make a good website, what are they going to be like? Is it, it, they could be great. But anyway, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just interesting. I've never seen this new player guide. I've never seen it. Wow. I'm not a new player, so it's not directed to me, so it doesn't matter too much. But it, it's it's okay. But like, it tells you everything that should be in the tutorial, like in a tutorial. But then, and and I forgot about this is where it is. It's the release page, the Living World stuff. This is where they have the release pages for the episodes and you used to for Icebrew Saga and everything else. Like there was because um, they used to have you know specific pages where they would show you you know like. Guild Wars 2 Super Adventure Box. There is the bits where it tells you about the different skins you can get and there's different screenshots for like different areas of the maps and blah, blah, blah. And it's... These were good little sites, but there were so many. And you're like, mm -hmm. what, you gain access to... Where do you gain access to it? Like on the one advertisement they put out for a blog post. True. And then yeah, just there's gotta pages. be like a festivals tab or something. Yeah, there should be some, but like, like this has got episodes as well. Here. I agree. I don't think the, the festivals need to be here. <laughs> like, it's exactly. just a long list. You don't have any clear I do like the sad page, though. The sad page is good. The yeah. what page? The sad one. The one I've got on stream right now. Oh, the Super Adventure Box. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's just because it looks good. I don't know. I've always loved the, the funness of this. Of the, honestly, it, it's... 
I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I like that they have leaned into the aesthetic of Super Adventure Box, oh, yeah. but yeah. is there almost any other MMO I know of that, like, as a part of their expansions and game content tab, is like, and here's each of our independent in-game seasonal events that mm. we run. Yeah, it's, right. It's weird. It and it's like feels up like to date. Like they all the are pretty updated. large, though. They are, which I think is a selling point. But that is something that I would put into like. Right, we saw that category on the 14 page that said, you know, what, make your own adventure, and they had tabs and stuff, right? Yeah. So, like, you could have, like, a, a thing on that or something that says, like, involved festivals or, you know, seasonal celebrations that take it to a new level or something like that, where then there would be just, like, a general summary of that. Mm. Otherwise, to me, when I look at it, I get the impression that, like, there's not much happening in the game, so they just talk about the events that go every year. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Which is not the case because the seasonal events are great in Guild Wars yeah. 2, and I actually think they are really unique and fun. But, like, again, right, like, it, it feels disjointed. And I hope that with some of these other changes we've seen to the webpage with the purchase stuff, that looks great. So I, I'm hoping maybe behind the scenes they do finally have some kind of webpage update for the main page. So that if people are curious or they're hearing about it on Steam or, you know, they want to route to it or learn more, they can get that sense immediately of the world they're going to be stepping into and and how magical and interesting and unique it can be, right? Mm. Okay. Should we talk about the article a bit? Sure. I think we could go on. We could go on for a while on this, but in, in it's good and yeah. fun. But I know that um, I don't want to make it ridiculously long. Tonight. I know we've got we've probably got an hour, or what ish? An hour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <sighs> that was good. I love the. Con- I love that. I wish I'd actually just done the podcast. I participated. Yes, you did. I mean, you definitely. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I've been trying to delete like a ton of bloatware on this thing and it's oh. really annoying and apparently some things can't be deleted <gasps> so i'm gonna have to like go into the uh developer mode and like run commands to delete them and wow you were really fun. getting in there aren't you <laughs> gonna have to gonna okay have to. well as long as you're as long as you're happy with what you're doing then that's okay like Jebro's like unintentionally or intentionally passive aggressive. Like, wow, you're really getting into it <laughs> on the podcast, aren't on you? The <laughs> as long as you're happy with I'm back. your I'm back. life choices. Oh no, I don't I'm care. Beasts can do what I want, but like uh, I'm just I'm <laughs> genuinely just being judgmental, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, that was a joke. Oh, what was it? No, I'm joking. I am joking. I'm joking. Okay. I'm very happy for you. That's ex- the thing is, is that I kind of, I kind of do sometimes the same kind of stuff, so I can kind of relate. So, gonna take me like a week to properly set this up. Yeah, yeah. How long? How long do you reckon like you would need for each individual task? <laughs> oh, no. What? So how about uh, how about that? <laughs> What is it? If you could have anything, if you could, uh, I'll give you the miracle question. Okay. The so miracle yeah. question is a very big thing in therapy. Like, if you could change one thing that would, if you could do one thing that would change your life, like, what would it do? What would it be? Add a million dollars to my bank account. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, that seems like the right answer, yeah. right? Because then you could do Honestly. anything with a million dollars. Yeah, I feel like 
I feel like that, that was not an money, un- money that was a question you're going to be answering. This is not on the money podcast. doesn't solve all problems, but it definitely makes things a lot better. <laughs> could, normally, normally people refer it to their immediate life for circumstances because they've gone into therapy for reasons. So, we, for you, for maybe for us at the moment, not the best place to answer that question. It was more in relation to your phone. If you could have one thing on your phone, what would it be? I guess. Million dollars. <laughs> True. In your cash you just got account. stacks on Whoop. stacks. Okay. <laughs> just on top of it. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, we're going to the uh, website. <laughs> we're going to talk about um, this website is beyond too much. By the way, <laughs> it's just like that's, on the side. That's what my phone looks like right now with all the blue. <laughs> What? So that is not what the website looks for me when I've been on it. Really? Oh, you, that's you have because ad I have adblock. There you go. Oh, you've got adblock on. Wow. Could you imagine Gilbert's two no. started running ads? <laughs> I'm, like, right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just zoom in, I guess. There you go. Those ads will still yeah, like, just get find in a way there. to creep in. Also, Jebro, not that I endorse this because I mean, obviously, companies need to get paid too, but like, get yourself an ad blocker. Why are you doing no ad blocker? Uh, this, no, I just I don't know why I don't have it. I think it's because of YouTube I like to and stuff. People. Yeah, I don't have it on because of when I go onto YouTube, I want to watch the ads for people <laughs> to support my friends. If it's a fifteen second ad, I will watch it. Yeah, my YouTube ad, it. ad, I'm skipping it. Sorry. Yeah, sure. My YouTube ads still play. I just don't get this nonsense on my website. Oh, okay, maybe. I think I'm just lazy. <laughs> I don't know. I I used to have ad blocker on everything. That's I didn't valid. maybe. I just. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Everyone's, everyone's judging me now. <laughs> well, Jeb, you just judged Boots pretty hard, so oh, now we're yeah, just returning really? the favor. Yeah, you know? but okay, that was kind of, this yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just got, I karma returned. Yeah. <laughs> it was returned. Um, so what, Rook, do you want to say, that, what, what was this article? What, you linked it, you were like, why did you link it to us in the Discord? Um, because Kasi told me it was good, and then I sent it to all of you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's yes, Kasi's fault. I did hear. So if there's anything Cassie's offensive fault. and horrible in there, it's Kasi's fault as well. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it was just interesting. Uh, an interview came out recently. Gilbert's 2 advertised it and talked about it, but um, yeah. it also made its rounds on my Discord. So thank you to everybody who passes this stuff, because then I pass it on to other people, right? Nice. Um, that was an interview with both Joe Kims, Kimes? Kimes? Kims? And then Indigo Book, uh, who work on the narrative and story for Guild Wars 2, mm-hmm. where they were talking specifically about bringing back Living World Season 1, as well as a little bit of what's in store for our mm-hmm. next episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some, uh, some p- things that I highlighted. So yeah, interview with Joe Kim's Season 1 team lead, and Indigo Brock, who is the Season 1 Book. narrative lead. Book, yeah. I, uh, there's one thing I definitely highlighted coming up. And uh, I think it's in the new festival coming up. Okay, well, this, this, I've got a little bit before that, if that's all right. Okay, um, that's good. You would is that, highlight is that, boots. Is that, okay, <laughs> is, is that all right, Boots? Is that okay? That's, that's all right with me. I'm good with that. Okay, okay just making <laughs> sure. i back on my I'm phone for a little bit. This is oh, the wait. one time I want to talk. <laughs> we can give you space soon to talk. That will be okay. We'll make sure we come to you first. Oh, my goodness, I'm so ready. That is festival specific okay Perfect. um there was a question here it says firstly why did the team decide to revisit season one 
as this series of story-based episodes in Guild Wars 2, I think we all probably already know the question to that. Uh, <laughs> you needed to. Um, <laughs> we, it, they could have just done a short answer. Like, we really needed to. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was it's just been here like... since this pivotal content has been in the game. <laughs> Thank you, Griff. That <laughs> <laughs> was the perfect... You really do need to be writing. Yeah, that would be my PR release. We needed to, period. <laughs> you can imagine it as being one of those little, you know, those... Fl- <laughs> oh, my God. The splash screens. <laughs> Season one, that- even- <laughs> We needed to. We needed to. to. <laughs> They were must. They were much more articulate about this, but basically that is what it right. says. It was very fancy right. and florally. Oh, it I was. just got the image in my head. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> I really need you to make this. You know, effective yeah. communication, straight to the point. Can you make a YouTube <laughs> video crew, please? <laughs> Oh, I have I can't. made hundreds. What are you talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> Chris, can you please make at least one YouTube wow, video? Wow, Jebro, you don't watch your vids. Wow. You should really be in content. You know I watch your video. I re- I literally comment on your videos because your thumbnails are really good. Um, <laughs> I've been improving my thumbnail game too. No, they are. They're great. Like because they, if you go, mine are just text with like you know an image, but yours is like you've got you there. You've taken a picture. You've made the effort to like go round it, and like that takes a while to do that. Like that is not easy um, because I, if you're like me, I'm really perfectionist with that stuff. I'm like, oh, there's a little bit of, oh no, <laughs> no, already. Oh, well, you need to teach me how to do that quick <laughs> because that wasn't good. Um, yeah, go and watch. You, like Creep is doing a lot of YouTube stuff, and and they're all doing great content. Please, please make sure you go and follow everyone here. They're doing great things. Seriously. Um, okay. Why did I highlight this? Uh, okay, so they said this was... Actually, I don't know who answered this, but they said fitting it into story chapter releases compared to its original seasonal structure made the most sense. We wanted to play just like the later releases in season two and onward. So they really wanted to make sure that they did have those pieces in there where it's just easy. Like Living World, season one, episode one, two, three, four, five, achievements same standard thing because like like we said like because it needed to be <laughs> you know it was just missing so i think it just highlighted it because it's like yeah we need to have it in there but they had to do it differently right because it was just released differently it was done differently completely so they had to rewrite bits and they had yeah. to redo bits so it wasn't just as simple as like copy and paste bish bash bosh it's in there you know yeah because there's a bunch of two uh, we uh, releases every two weeks and they're much mm-hmm. smaller than these big packages of things and so yeah we're used to having like a nice solid chunk every two months now and that's what they're packaging it as yeah. i think they said it was more in the world as well right so that's it wasn't it. like instance as much and so this is produced because i can't remember specific i'd have to go back and have a look and see if i've got gameplay of it but it's different I did like that in this little blurb, um, part of it mentions upgrades to our storytelling tools have helped us out. Since the original release of season one, we've developed a lot of improved methods for having player specific story in the open world. And that let us bring back the old content into a linear structure in ways that wouldn't have worked at the time. So I I thought, yeah, I was actually glad that you highlighted this, Jeb, because that bit stood out to me, too, Mm -hmm. where I was going, oh, for a long time, everybody kept saying, like, why can't you just bring it back? Why can't you just do it? And they talked a lot about the fact that, you know, we weren't sure if, like, the assets just didn't work or if they had lost all the files or, you know, whatever it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, 
but the idea here that i mean like we were talking about even that core game experience versus what we have now in game they have refined and developed their actual storytelling you know capabilities within the game including a full range of stuff like how they integrate story instances in the open world how they yeah. can have special events or unique events and stuff that pop up so this allowed them to mix a little bit more and restructure in a linear way while still kind of having you do some of that stuff that boots brought up where you're kind of going map to map and you know they were these shorter burst activities and little things that were coming out so yeah that's it's such an important that's the thing though as well like when they when as soon as they start to develop these tools like trying to uh, assign those and trying to relate them to the older content i, I expect it was, is a massive challenge which is why they probably weren't able to do it as quickly as we may have wanted or liked to um but i'm glad they're talking about it it's weird that this is on some random article on some website that I've barely ever heard of, though. So, like, I'm kind of like, it would have been cool. Sorry, not to like insult the website. <laughs> so yeah. Side swipe there, Throw but like, the you know, through the shade. You said, know, I've never heard of you. <laughs> Who are but you? Why you're are you making it table? worse. <laughs> well, you said that. You Kruf, said that, Jabro. Verbatim. I, I like Kruf is just like putting me into the road <laughs> and then waiting for the bus to come over and like, hi, can you just run yes. over Jabro? Like, to you, are, you are the flame and I am the fan. <laughs> Thank I you. I will. I appreciate that. Um, and I appreciate you. <laughs> Kruf is destroying my soul this week. Um, <laughs> but I'm yeah. sure I'm not helping. I mean, you're just not helping, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hate you all. Um, <laughs> I get my, I love this podcast so much. You really give me a lot of joy, all of you. Um, <laughs> sorry. I need this. I really do at the end of the week. It's been such I a heavy, it. it's been a heavy few years. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> i really do um okay sorry i'm a little bit randomly emotional um okay <laughs> just <laughs> it's just all sinking in um yeah so there was that and it was where's the next bit what's been da, da. oh yeah what has been some of the team's favorite story beats when guild wars 2 uh written for guild wars 2 over the years this was interesting uh, and they think they yeah they were talking about the season two as well it's funny that we've been talking about that yeah and then they're like yeah the end of season two is one of our favorite bits for joe um specifically i don't want to talk for other people when reading that but yeah that was interesting so it, it really did give us some of these little bits and it was it was mainly about scarlet right and the introduction of that we're getting there now right with um starting to get there as season, this season goes along and season two is just like i cannot wait until the attack on la happens I am like episode five, baby. Oh my god, I, that was that was still for me one of my favorite things in the living world that's ever happened. I farmed the crap out of that event. It was so fun. I loved it. It was, it was so good. I used to lead that event. Like, so I don't was squad was commander icons on then. Probably, yeah, probably. I think so, but without squad. Would Commander Icons out without squads? I can't remember. Yes, because squads came with Heart of Thorns, right? So I think so. I don't think Commander Icons yeah, came out squad with UI squads. Came out. Yeah. yeah, the squad UI came out with Heart of Thorns and the raids and stuff. Okay, so because that was something you could run around. I'm not sure if it was out then with, by then, but there was some way that you could mark people and you would lead stuff. Yeah. 
I led stuff and it was good. Like the whole of like Alliance Arch is just under attack and you've got all these like different bosses and there's just there's just mobs everywhere, like everywhere on the map. It was just like you could run around Lion's Arch and just for a while it was just wrecked and it was just it was just cool. It was so good. And I'm I'm really hoping they give this justice. Like it like I don't know how they're going to do that. Anyway, sorry, I'm going back to the article. I'm I'm just really excited for it, honestly. I'm just not. I don't even know how they're going to do it. But if they mess it up, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just like, I'm really, I mean, it was really good. Like, I just, I watch back the footage every so often. I've got play through it, of it. And you just go through the map and you're just like, ugh. It's just all the forces and the animations and the, the cinematics and Scarlet and the whole thing is just wicked. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, yeah, it just combined. And like, from what Rook was saying earlier about the core story in the game and then the difference in the story, I'm just like, yeah. There's definitely improvements. <laughs> but I, I still like the core Guild Wars 2 story anyway. It's yeah. my baby. Yeah. Um, anything else? There's a Soldier of Scarlet. Sorry, I'm starting to remember all the things now. Uh, okay, Scarlet... I love my notes like every so often. I'm just like, hype, Scarlet getting a proper intro to the player through linear storytelling, similar to what we used to now. Um, yeah, which definitely. Is, the, yeah. All the changes they mentioned in it definitely sound promising. I'm looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. how they do it. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. That's the thing. And how maybe, you know, like, and how people like Rook, who like, haven't played their content before, are like, oh, is this, is this good? And then, and like, just as a first experience, like, is this the way I would have liked to have had introduced Scarlet and blah, blah, blah? Like, because I never saw that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, that. I'll be honest, the entirety of Living Season 2 and the revelations that lead into Heart of Thorns yeah. are directly tied to what Scarlet did that, like, strange event that, you know, triggered all these things, the sound and stuff that happened and, like, mm-hmm. all these different things. Like, her research, season two has you going around and, like, following, going to her hideout, like, going through these, so you know, good. different tunnels, learning about the research that she did. Yeah. And having not played that living season, the first one, when it was out, I came into it and it was like, I didn't know who any of the NPCs were because they were all introduced in living season one. And two, I had no idea who this person was. It was like... I had been, I don't know, invited Sherlock Holmes style to investigate a murder, but no one had told me who any of the people at the yeah, party were, and no one had yeah, told me that. who mm. the ev- the murder victim or possible suspects I were, and yeah. nobody, like, I was just standing there trying to put these weird things together, like, oh, and I think I remember asking chat, like, who was that? Somebody was like, she was like a Silvari, and she went crazy. And like, again, I don't particularly like using that term in general, but that is how, like, most people umbrella described what happened, and they were like, and she did bad stuff, and I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, fine, sure. And living season missing, two, yeah. yeah, like, living season two still hooked me mm-hmm. because there were parts that I found interesting, but now I actually get to be at the murder mystery dinner party. I get to be there from the get-go. It's like the prequel. I get to like <laughs> yes, and it's not like I'm coming in with half the clues and just like a you know like weird little note somebody wrote on a piece of paper, just kind of trying to forge emotional connections and investment to a story. So I'm so mm. glad that they're doing this, and I'm really happy to get to experience it. Honestly, and I think mm. this episode in particular is going to be even more of a genuine. Experience. Experience back from 2013 because I believe in this 
article, they mentioned that it's going to be releasing around the same time as the Queen's Jubilee. Yes. And this was like the festival, like the Queen's Jubilee is like the story of what happened in season one and yeah. you'll get to experience everything together. So I think that this episode will all the pavilion stuff be yeah. the most satisfying out of all of the ones that we've had so far. Oh my God. Is and they're bringing st- back season one achievements as well that you can do for like yeah. the pavilion and stuff as well. I think, right. I think that was mm-hmm. in the article. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Do you know if this, this isn't the episode that's going to have the tower of nightmares, right? I'm guessing that'll be episode four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine? It would have been interesting if they had made instances of these maps that you could go into pre and post living story. Because Mm. if you think about that map where the tower was and you think about LA, imagine if you could do that. Like it would... I would probably blow up the game, but like, it would be <laughs> yeah. so interesting. Like, if you're a new player, though, and there was an instance, because in there are games or like in ESO and stuff where things are changed depending on which story you've gone through. Like if you've actually gone and done this part of the quest, like in this small area will be different and you just see it different. I know it's different. It's on a way bigger scale in Guild Wars 2 because you've got destroyed LA and weird sea world LA. <laughs> and, like, you know, just like, and if you like weird sea world LA, all like everything to you, like fair play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know. I would rather have LA which are completely destroyed. In all honesty, I'm not going to lie. At least, at least it's edgy it that way. LA. I don't know. Yeah. What do you prefer? Maybe we should have a poll in chat, actually. Can we, Mods, can we do that? Would you, I'm, I'm, we're doing it. We need to have a poll. We know, but I want to I have it confirmed. Um, yeah. So, I still I'll, like old destroyed LA. LA I... or SeaWorld LA? Thank you. I love old LA. I I I'm still a little sad that there was no uh, ability to explore it fully in the previous episode. Like you, you still had it was bounded instances. Uh, so I I was uh, yeah. I want to I want to have a full LA back just for a little bit, just for a little bit. I can't help but wonder if like I mean we don't know. We have no idea. Really, we don't. So I can't bank on anything, and we shouldn't get our hopes up. But again. I think maybe they are making it. I oh. I just have this feeling. Somebody pointed out, it might have actually been Kasu, pointed out the fact that Kasu is where I get all of my direct Guild Wars 2 news and then I talk about like I know things. Well, Kasu comes in, like we've got Ukon and Obi and then we've got, <laughs> yeah. and then and then Kasu is like pops in every so often and, and it's like if they're not there, they're no, then that's normally the person, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Kasu had said um, and pointed out, and I was like, oh, wow, you're so right. This is awesome. Um, that there is some kind of, like, achievement collection for each of the different episodes, like a thing that you get for each that, like, has some sort of umbrella reference to Lion's Arch, like old L.A., like like memory of old L.A. or something like that, right? Um, so it's... Yeah, I just don't listen to Obi. That's correct. Uh, so <laughs> That's fair enough, though. It's called Lion's Memory. <laughs> Lion's Memory. So I can't help but wonder if there will be some kind of instance of it. 
I think it would be really interesting if they, again, like, used the, like, little portal system thing that they have, like, where if you walk in the front gate of L.A., you yeah. can, like, you could choose an instance. Like, I could choose old L.A. or new L.A. Exactly, yeah. And maybe uh, post yeah. this season. Or, like, you know, once you got to that point in the story, it would unlock new Absolutely. L.A. as an option. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm into it. I like how old L.A. is a guild hall that you could capture. That'd be cute. Anyway. I mean, you could you could do that because technically the guild office is there still. I'm not sure if that building was there before. Was it? That would be a bit difficult, I imagine. Yeah, I think but it'd still be different, cool. Different map instances are always weird because they mm. are like... Are they be layered on top of each other? Are they separate maps? But like, LA-style guild hall? I would be down for that because, like, having the ships, the, like... Because yeah. that, like, going through those buildings different. is cool. Like, the architecture is just so different between yeah. old LA and new LA. Just made of ships. <laughs> it's just basically yeah. it. It's just actually made of ships, like, that are there. <laughs> that were there, that were wrecked, yeah. that are just yeah, old. Like, and Yeah, there's, like, ship bri- bridge ships, ship bridges. Yeah, ship bridges. Un- that are just ships turned upside down and, yeah. and that are just, yeah, the decks. They got animated into rigging. a mall, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a sea world. What's the vote looking for? We got about half the time left live in the chat. Oh wow, two people voted for old sea for sea world. Who are you, and when am I banning you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and if that was a mod, don't tell me. <laughs> don't don't. Well, that's, we, uh, that's extreme. We mentioned the festivals, and with that. I think that leads perfectly into something that Boots wanted to talk about. Because this is oh, the, yeah, yeah, go the for new it. festival's comeback. Uh, What's in the, the new festival? Oh, oh, I know why you want to talk about this now. I got to that bit in the document. Yes, there's a document this week, everyone. There is a document. Um, she spent a bit of time on that as well. Boots. All right, drum roll. Let me just get some music. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to get the mouth. No, we're going to do Lion's Arch. No, let's do... Pickle patch. Uh, pickle Perfect. patch. Pickle patch? Pickle? Bro, you were talking about pickles earlier and pickle juice. We were talking about dipping chicken nuggets in pickle juice, so. I, I, I think that's weird, so. Same. So, in the next <laughs> festival, there's gonna be I don't know. a skiff race. Hey. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. Skiff race in the new festival. I'm looking forward to it. Was it was it Festival of the Four Winds, was it? Or Festival mm-hmm. of the Four Winds? Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be great. Also it's Queen's Jubilee. They're both at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For Festival Perfect. of the Four So this is what Joe said. One of my other responsibilities is the game's festival, so I'll give you a little tease and say that I'm working on a new skiff race and adventure as well for Festival of Four Winds. As expected, boats don't really turn on a dime, so mm-hmm. it will hopefully be a bit of a challenge to set a top score. Skiff race and new adventure. What? It's so good. Um really cool. It's hard adventure, and I imagine it's like what all the dungeon players would react to if they heard like new <laughs> Yeah, new like, raid. Oh, <laughs> Question. Yeah. If the uh-huh. if the pavilion event so in um so the whole part of the story, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scarlet basically took control of all of things in the pavilion and the clockwork knights and all that kind of stuff, whatever they're called. Watchwork knights, sorry. Um, and they invaded Tyria, like core Tyria. 
with events. So there was the loads of events going on. So and this coincided with the marionette as well. So marionette was bef- was after or I'm not sure if that came with it actually because that was with living story, right? Yes. I'm not yes, sure about the order because it was like because it was its own thing, but there was also the events happening. But in the pavilion, Scarlet's there. I'm not going to say too much about it because you know this is why it all happened. Um, and so the clockwork, and then Pavilion is like celebrating all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. So it changed a bit from what it was originally because there's a whole story arc. It's fucking good. Um, so I'm wondering, do you think they're going to bring back like the clockwork night thing, events across Tyria? Do you think that's going to be a thing? Yeah, I do. I could see them doing that. But where would they put it? Probably not Queensdale. It was mostly in. I remember being they brought, they in... brought back the events for um, the first Living World season, right? They've, they're they, still there, they, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, in the Char... The Char... Charland, yeah. It's in yeah. Norn. It's, it's in Frostgorge... Not Frostgorge Sound. What was the, what's the place Fire where... Runs, or... No, it's where um, the marionette is. There was a lot of events there. Oh, and um, in those oh, lower level... Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm wondering if they will do that and then try to create some kind of entry point to the marionette fight that's in game because like right now right they were testing stuff with pool of memories but we've seen them kind yeah. of remove stuff out of that and they just like went in and even buffed some of the rewards what for marionette they, wait what oh, you're right they did what did they, they did. do with marionette they what did. did they buff they buffed with. rewards for it but what was so the, what was I the wonder, buff? Oh, it's like more or something. Or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, if I remember, if I remember correctly, it's just more, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, if I remember correctly, in the notes, they were pretty vague about it. Like they didn't oh, say okay. specifically. Oh, I think it literally right. just said like buffed rewards for. <laughs> so um, your answer was actually I... more descriptive, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so. It could be that they're going to try to create some kind of entry point there. Mm. I mean, it's interesting because they reference in this interview um, your first fight with Scarlet. So, I mean, I'm assuming that as far as our, like, story instance stuff, there's probably going to be, like, a fight with Scarlet in this episode. But Mm. I really can't help but wonder if they are going to tie in some kind of connector, um, you know, whenever. But I would assume this episode, right? Like, where, because the clockwork all came in during this part. So to me, like, it would make total sense to have some kind of cool thing where that leads you to that area where all the clockwork enemies are now. And then you have the option to go in for Twisted Marionette. Um, I think that would be really cool. I I hope they do that. Because then I think you'd see more players do. I don't know. I like that fight a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, everyone has to be on their toes type of fight. But I like it. It's easier than it was, that's for sure. I remember that being a... But that that wasn't an instance before. That was there. Well, I mean, it, I guess it was instance on the map if it was full. But, like, you know, it, it was live on the map. Maybe just going to give Lornar's Pass a meta event because it doesn't really have a meta. I mean, right? Wouldn't that be cool? Honestly, I'd be up for I it. I wouldn't mind, like, content. If we didn't get, like, a dungeon or a strike mission for a content release, if they gave yeah. a meta a map that didn't oh. have it that would be fun yeah yeah i would actually like marionette as a strike as well strike right. version. Okay. yeah but like the I thing is is that bringing that into the story would be very important and i like what you are saying rick 
-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they'll do it, right? I honestly think that reformatting it into a strike would be, like, to me, right, again, because we're trying to, like, educate and create, like, a consistent... Uh, understanding of what Guild Wars 2 does and what kind of content it has. Yeah. They said only one strike is coming, and I don't think that it's going to be Twisted and Marionette, no, 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 right? No, no. So, like, to me, I don't know if they're going to reformat it into a strike, but this would be such a good place to do it, whether it's this episode or somewhere else, right? They're restructuring things for this season, but, mm. like, that is a cool fight, and they put the time in to re-envision it and make it runnable now. So if we had it, as part of the lineup of other content and they tweaked it and rebalanced it a bit. Like I think that could be a great one, whether it's now or later to kind of transition into what would be a strike and like let players engage with it if they want to and like lead them to it in the story beat when we get to that point, because um, otherwise it's just like sitting there, you know, like do something a little more with it. Yeah, I definitely thought that we're only getting one strike with this season though. For, for Twisted Marionette, I don't, I, I expect that, when it comes in the story as a story beat, uh, we'll probably have an achievement tied to doing it during that time. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe. There's loads of possibilities. Oh, it is going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, also, it's a good point as well about the... Um, oh, God, what's it called? Uh, the back piece that was... You still have black, black, black. So there was a... What was it called? Did someone say the name of it? There was a big back piece you could get. The Spinal Blades. That's right. I got right. that. I yeah. made a video about that, actually. So the Spinal Blades was this, was this first ever thing that you could really build in Guild Wars 2 that made progress. So it was like a... It's a backpack... And then it had two blades on... Oh, no. It was the backpack first. Then it, was, then it had two blades that came out. And then it would kind of have more, like, as you added to it. It was like an ascended backpack. I think it was the first one you could make, maybe, along with fractals, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, I, I think it was one of the first multi-stage ones, and I don't... Yeah. I think it might have been the first ascended back piece? I think it might have been, actually, because you could get different colors as well. Yeah. Um, depending on which... And it, was, it had a glow as well, so a lot of people wanted it, but it was a long... It was... It's not really a long process if you look at it now compared to other things, yeah. but like <laughs> then it felt like a long process, and and that was a big thing you could make because it was very it was very like clockworky as well. Um, I think I, f I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but I think I'm. Um, but anyway, I've got it still now, and it like, and where I'm one of my engineers, it just looks cool. It's still good. It's got a little glow on it. Um, but yeah, you can still get some of the items that you can get some of the sprockets and stuff still if you've got the mining tools and all that kind of stuff and they still sell bits of it i don't think they'll sell the blueprints you need for it though so they might bring that back because the blueprints were a big thing during those events as well to get those items interesting um there's loads of skins and stuff as well that hopefully you know that come back that i'm not sure you can get anymore potentially Anyway. That would be awesome if they like yeah. put those back in and add yeah. some additional rewards for running that kind of Absolutely. content. Encourage like old players to do it if they tie it to any of the story, getting new players into like I think that would be some good bang for your buck. Yeah. I'm getting yeah, hyped maybe now. Get a, get an extra <laughs> color added to it. Oh, that's actually possible. Yeah, another color added to it, or just maybe an adapted, maybe something where you can make it. Maybe you can build on the one you already had from before. Turned into a glider cool. skin. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, why not? Yes, <laughs> I I actually... gliders are the only thing, and we all wanted them to be in the game. Remember yeah. when that was a thing? <laughs> I think that Anyways. was Arcage's fault. 
<laughs> honestly because arcade had like a really sick glider system um and i remember arcade coming out in the west during guild wars 2 and i got really into it and i was making like character videos and i made a video of like where to get your first glider and all this stuff um they they did gliders ridiculously well oh arcade how you went to pay to win uh, but we're, I mean, the way that they're talking about it, I feel like episode three is going to be all the watchwork stuff. Episode yeah. four, probably Toxic, Nimros, and the Nightmare yeah. Tavern. And then yeah. the finale is Lion's Arch. Yeah. Oh, Do wow. we think that LA is going, because they mentioned in the article that they're working on four and five as the okay. article has been released. Yes. Do we get the impression that we'll maybe see, like, the conclusion of this? relatively early if this episode is releasing with um this the festival events with by like, the, the end of the year the do you mean stuff. yeah around yeah. end of the year stuff have Probably. we got have we got didn't we have did we have a little oh, what's it called roadmap did we have a roadmap did we, we haven't had a roadmap the last roadmap roadmap ended at episode two Oh. I thought there was a mention about yeah. them trying to do this this year, right? Because, well, or at least perhaps it's that we've inferred it because mm-hmm. Steam release theoretically is happening this year. And we would assume that they would want all of these episodes done and released oh, yeah. for Steam they release, need. you know? Mm-hmm. So my guess would be that, yes, we'll see them before the end of this year. And depending on when they want to do Steam release, right? Like, that's the big thing. We don't know. If they do it at the very end of the year, then these two episodes will probably come before that if they do it. Like, so my guess is that a lot of it right now is a movable point based off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, yeah, we haven't really had much news about that, have we? There's been so has much the, going on. Has the first three episodes come at very predictable times? Has it been two months each? or? Uh... The first episode one and two had a very solid cadence. It was like every, it was the second month. So it was, there was a month in between, I believe. Yeah, Freakle okay. moved a bit back, didn't it? Didn't they delay it a little bit? I'm not sure. I don't think they delayed the episode release. I or feel like they, they delayed, they delayed the strike mission. Oh yeah, that's right. They did map. the strike mission. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I mean... And we'll hopefully get a summer roadmap sometime soon, maybe next week or the week after that, because I believe um, in the blog post recently they said that they're going to be releasing a summer summer roadmap. Isn't it interesting? Soon. Isn't it interesting though, like that most MMOs and live services go a little bit quiet over summer. Like it, that was the old yeah. school MMO way, right? That summer was just dead time. Like you're just playing the game, and there's not much release because there's people who are on vacation and stuff, and even mm-hmm. like people who work on the game are, but they're actually not doing. It feels like they're. I feel like maybe they're doing, maybe companies just are getting better at like just giving people breaks over the year rather than just, you know, here's the summer, <laughs> you know, maybe go on vacation if you want. But when you come back, I mean, you know, I'm not saying they're in there like that, um, but like generally, hopefully people get, to be fair, they've been more open about, you know, um, letting people work at home. I know for a fact that a lot of people are in. I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't care about me talking about this, and I'm pretty sure they've been open about it anywhere in places where I've seen. Is that a lot of them are still at home doing their work and they're comfortable with that, and there's no reason for that to change. Which is yeah, cool, awesome. Stay healthy, stay great. good. Like be comfy, you know, in your space, and and that can you know when you're in that place, you can visit work if you want to in, in your own time. Awesome, wicked, love it, keep it up. 
um don't go back if you don't want to you know <laughs> in my opinion like just to keep because this they're able to we can see the work they're putting out i mean that we can talk about the strike i mean the strike is one of the most successful things they've put out for the game that's had such an impact on mm-hmm. um all right not not everyone is going to play it but it, in terms of like news and in terms of promotion of the game outside of our community specifically it has been one of the most impactful things ever (laughs) not not even talking about expansions other than maybe mounts specifically and how people talk about that but probably more so than that because you know it's very specific um i I think yeah mounts were huge because i think guild wars 2 is kind of identified by its mounts right now as one of its things and And hopefully Hopefully, I mean, strikes can be that as well. They could be identified by how good their strikes are um, and their CMs. But uh, it's starting to get there, maybe. There is an interesting We're seeing, we're seeing yeah. some growth, which yeah. is uh, very important. And that's another aspect about, like, hardcore content. The Guild Wars 2 is so um, friendly with its success rate, and you have a really a relatively easy time getting into most content Mm -hmm. but having something at the higher level where i myself can perfectly say that i will probably not achieve that anytime soon but allowing those players who want to go after that and uh, let them stream it and show it off at that high level it's very entertaining even for someone like myself who likes endgame content because i'm like Right now, it's not even on my radar, but it's just fun to watch. And it is like seeing someone go- try to work towards his goal. And we saw that with um, Harvest Temple and then the uh, media coverage that it got after it was uh, complete with t yeah. and the interview. It has brought Guild Wars 2 into the light in a way that we have just not seen as far as, you know, those who might be interested in combat but with a focus on things like Endgame, you don't, like Crew said, you don't have to be somebody that even necessarily wants to do that content, but the interest that is generated from it, um, seeing, you know, levels of skill. I mean, just think about the Olympics every year, right? Or not every year, but whenever they happen. Um, think about, like, <laughs> I love that idea, though. <laughs> Let's An Olympics every, every year? year. <laughs> every it year. May, it may, like, yeah. <laughs> well, but the idea yeah. is, is that a little people... Bit. <laughs> The idea of healthy competition, the idea of striving to attain a goal, the idea of even, like, showcasing, right? Like, the possibilities and capabilities or unique features of a game. Something like a a really signature fight like this, um, a showpiece of a fight, can be something that really puts the best out there so that people see it and they're like oh whoa so they have to dodge this and do that how do they reach the number and how many things they rotate weapons and this 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 right so it creates these incredible conversations around the game so that no matter Mm -hmm. what you might be wanting to play from whatever range um, of casual to hardcore content we overall see a boost in just guild wars 2's visibility the conversations happening around it um, and especially with stuff like this liquid um, interview, people might not realize why this is so important. But I, um, this past year, had the pleasure, this is I'm just blown away, I can't believe it, it's still really exciting, to shoutcast uh, the Race to Worlds first um, with Big Dumb Gaming, who was partnered with liquid for like a charity endeavor and for um you know broadcasting the race to world first 
and the amount of viewership doing like during that is unbelievable oh, yeah. like on the lowest days you use like seven thousand people on one channel not even you know excluding all the other channels right on highest days nearing twenty thousand viewers wow. like mm -hmm. this is something where again these kinds of things having this kind of content in this space and having guilds like liquid who are one of the top and have all of these huge sponsors and all of these top players and are even now starting to cross into stuff like 14 because they heard there was good content or other stuff like this right it revitalizes the game on a different scale and different level so it's definitely important and this is so cool to see because i can safely say that in the three and a half years that i've been playing this game i have never seen a race to world first um in end game content which as intense as this one they've done I, some but it was well, like doom and stuff like that and it wasn't yeah. it was like a day and it wasn't like yeah it wasn't massive yeah, those, our races were like oh uh, it took six hours but yeah. this took six yeah. days yeah that's true there was technically there has been one raid wing that came out since i started playing the game the uh, oh. the gin inspired one right yeah but that's very that's sad to say those words like that's that sad to one. say those words you know um pve and <laughs> pve and guild wars 2 is really honestly great and we have a great design team um but it seemed like they just didn't know what to do for content or, or there were other issues other problems other pacing funding teams i, I don't know but um they have doubled down and rededicated to pve and they have started bringing i think a manageable um and achievable you know regular pacing and difficult content and i think strike missions are such a huge key to reinvigorating the scene and uh, getting people into it so i loved seeing this this was awesome mm -hmm. nice yeah, yeah just being cool. able to bring new eyes to the game is so important for guild wars i mean obviously uh a steam release is going to help do that but stuff like this new content creators seeing something they really enjoy in the game being drawn to it drawing their friends drawing people who watch them it, it, anything to grow the game is great yeah it's been more people doing that especially it's definitely one of those things where uh, it, it becomes especially as like content and like meta has like changed on twitch and for youtubers and stuff like there's that meta of like you know oh what do i do now to get the new the next views what's an mmo we've not tried and then suddenly there'll be like this you know <laughs> and, and Kruf knows this all too well as well like like what is Guild Wars 2 like in 2022? <laughs> the month of June. <laughs> Second. Yeah. And then, then there's These another video. updates. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just like, oh, with this, does this change? And it's just like, wow, there's so much. So looking at other MMOs is part of that. But then when, but now, so that's why now it's more important than ever to showcase stuff like this. Really showcase it. Produce a new website. You know, all the stuff we've been talking about. Put out something like, a battle pass or like the no there isn't an mmo that really has that specifically like it's just daily logins there's yeah. dailies but there isn't really a battle pass specifically that i know of and if it is it's probably an mmo that's almost dead um super well because if you see those people and if it's certain certain achievements are tied to like raids or fractals yeah. or strike missions it's like generating more gameplay exactly 
So there's a lot to do. Um, yeah, except we were talking about this, Cork. Yeah, we were talking about basically like a, re- a reward track. Don't call it, you could call it the Tyria Pass or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, but I just don't, they won't call it the same as anything else because they don't even like calling Living World DLC. So it's very unlikely they're going to call it a Battle Pass. Or Fractal Dungeons. Yeah, there you go. So it's very unlikely that they're going to call it a Battle Pass, but something like that I would be up for. Um, and and we talked about this, and actually, funny enough, someone commented on this. Every single time we talk about this, they say, isn't it like that bundle that they put in every so often? Like the month of, of whatever, you know, they give you a bundle. And what's the thing called? In, in Guild Wars 2? Oh. Like it's a drop Oh, thing. it's the drop. It's the supply drops. The supply drops, oh, yeah. those things. Yeah, and they were comparing it to them. And I was like, yeah, we've talked, really. we've talked about it before, but it's not the same. You don't really... Yeah, you kind of, it's there every so often, but it just comes out with different stuff, and you, yeah. I would rather just see them rework supply drops into a season pass. Because, honestly, I got supply drop um, after End of Dragons. I was like, oh, what the hey? And yeah, it was great. Like, when the Black Lion skins came out for the crane weapons, I got one. I was able to just pick one that I wanted from the supply drop. And I, you know, like, there were all these other things that they gave me, and it was, like, really nice. I'd log into game, and there was a little treat, and it was waiting for me. And I was so, like... I had such a positive experience Sorry? with it, what honestly. It was a treat for me, Rook. I, I really liked it. Um, cool. And it felt like it was even, you know, um, a better consistent value for me uh, when it came to, like, right, something new hits the gem store, and we've had yeah. all these cool Canth and Mount skins and all kinds mm. of stuff. Um, but it felt like... I didn't have to feel like I, after the fact, right? I was getting the news, like this thing came out and then I was going like, oh geez, um, do I have enough for it? I guess I could get some, I could, you know. Instead, yeah. it felt like I was already in the know. Like I'd log into game and it was like, hey, your new supply drop is here. Look, this thing just hit the store. You get to pick yeah. one. And I was like, me? <laughs> that was really <laughs> Did you do that on stream? I feel like yeah, we need no. to have a clip. I did that by myself, behind, just off camera. You went outside um, and you were just screaming, just like, the crap! No! <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I just looked a weapon! There you go. Yes! <laughs> like, all of that to say, it left me with a really positive feeling, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I was excited when something new hit the store because I maybe already had, I already secured that. I already did my thing and True. I didn't have to stress. It was already planned. So, I mean, honestly, the system is there and I like it, but just do something like that or make it slightly more forward or have them tied to something like, okay, so uh, I finished End of Dragons or I want to get the, I don't know, ultimate super collector edition or whatever and it's like you add this extra cost on and then you get the supply drop package and that supply drop package would cover like all of the post end of dragons and then when the next living season started i'd have the option at the start of that like do you want to add on like do you want to get the supply drop for living season six episode whatever and honestly after my experience i'd probably be like yes i was just sad that it didn't last longer Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it like supply drop passes it's like once a week or something it could be like um a two-month system a supply drop pass where it's like you're getting things when you reach these markers rewarding you more and more yeah or like yeah you pay well that's what kind of what battle passes are i guess because you can only because you pay for a thing and you have to progress for it like you can't just it's not just you pay for it whereas that's what the supply pass is right 
incorporating gameplay into these things. Yeah, definitely. And so yeah, like, it's, out, it's nice to get something for free yeah. at times, but something where you have more control over it also feels better. Instead of having to wait until, like, the X date to get it. Right. What, what changes are you talking about? Are you talking about New World? Yes. Mm. <laughs> In the chat, yes. It's... it's... <laughs> I've been playing that game for a long time and and I I went and played I went to Amazon Studios and played it back in the day when they were first making it into it was a survival game back then um and it is yeah <laughs> it is, we could do a whole different podcast about could, that um, <laughs> there is some stuff they can take from new world actually in terms of store and stuff like that at times but new world is is just its own it's a very very immersive world which if you've not played it before you should go and play it when buy it when it's on sale but walk through that game i will just because i there is a lot to it that's changed since they've since it came out in terms of leveling wise and the combat and everything else but you know it's it's very very different from your your normal like your normal mmo but like the story is good and there's it is a very decent decent game there are points which i started getting into the more pve invasion stuff which is very like tower defensey um and it's actually very good and it's like i got into discord and there was like a leader and you were defending your base against like hordes of enemies that were just swarming over and i was like this is an mmo this is not something i've seen before so there is there is good stuff there's good stuff about loads of mmos out there peeps that you can easily hook into it just depends on the longevity it's the community part um for me specifically i think for a lot of us where you know you hook onto that part um and and there are areas of new world community which aren't massively great um unfortunately there's a lot of toxicity and pvp is uh part of that problem unfortunately but hey ho mario that is kind of the way it is um anyway back on the thing sorry new random new world stuff if you ever want to i will co-stream with you if you want and walk through that if you ever wanted someone to do that i would gladly do that um one thing I was going to ask, and it's completely gone off my mind. Actually, maybe we could probably... We talked about the CM stuff, and that was big. There wasn't much else in the article. I think we covered the main bits. Um, I guess they did just confirm that, again, Guild Wars 3 is not coming anytime soon, and they're focusing yeah. on the <laughs> Which is good. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I love everyone. I love you all. I know we get excited about new iterations of games we love. Stop asking about Guild Wars 3. Let them announce it if they want to announce it. <laughs> I'm it just so tired. doesn't make sense. Anyway, yeah. At the current health of the game and with what they seem to be doing, like it would feel counterintuitive to work on another product until they're able yeah. to like sustain the flow of like funding and all that stuff and grow yeah, their all they gotta do is make an entirely new engine too right that's that's easy yeah easy simple <laughs> let's just boot it up I just, yeah, yeah i'm like it's just so funny to me i mean the, the game is fine it's you know i honestly love to i want to keep seeing stuff going with it we just finished a major story arc 14's in the same position they're talking about updates for future longevity but yeah. they are not creating final fantasy 15 even in final fantasy 14 we heard that all the time like does this mean they're gonna end but it's particularly true in guild wars 2 where i think constantly i hear many people focusing on like 
my only real interest will be if they ever do a Guild Wars 3, when I'm like, End of Dragons was the best expansion we've had to date. Like, yeah, and things are like, in a good place. We just have to keep, you know, developing and moving forward. It's like, do they just want... When people say that, I'm always confused as to, like, do you want a new narrative? Do you want a new gameplay style? Do you want just engine updates? I'm always very, like, there's there's many different ideas. I like, think it's all of what that, people, actually, What people... I mean, it would have to kind of be all of that, but it's... Sometimes what people do you want get from a enveloped in yeah. the idea of what they think a Guild Wars 3 would be, when it's like, I'd let them announce it and have their own, like, confidence in it first, rather than yeah. they feel pressured by the community to make a Guild Wars 3, if that makes sense. I think it's almost that, uh, to a certain degree, a lot of people realize that how long it takes to make an MMO as well. Like, <laughs> it's, at, on average, five to six years is fairly yeah. standard, and it's probably longer for a lot more, for a lot of them to get to a point where they're actually decent. <laughs> like, you know, and they've they've got, so, you know, you're talking about seven or eight years, and that's a long time. Um, and production of MMOs, I think, is especially nowadays probably more expensive than it's than it was previously, especially with the market um, and just you know being having to reinvent the wheel a lot of the time because that's what people are trying mm. to do. You know, Ashes of Creation trying to reinvent that event wheel. Those classic, you know, was was Warhammer Online and was Guild Wars Two, and and it's now you know going to be Ashes of Creation. You've got all, all of these other other MMOs that are still that have been in alpha for so long that will probably never Crowfall. come out. Oh, God, yeah. Crowfall is just an absolute <gasps> oh, mess. Y'all remember that one? I was, a, thing, I was a member earlier of that, and that was just, I don't know what, they, they artcraft, they sold, they got sold, and they're still there. They're still there. Yeah. Still the thing to me is that Guild Wars, okay, so I guess the big answer to the question, when would Guild Wars 3 happen to me? would be when the systems and base systems of Guild Wars 2 were so outdated, they could not be updated, they could not yeah. be kept up, they would not be on par with what we're seeing in other MMOs. And now, while there are certain MMOs that are leading the forefront in certain departments, right, like Black Desert in regards to graphics, um, there, yeah. like, there are different you know, areas where we have seen that like newer development has led to these you know, beautiful new advancements, right? But... I will say this much, um, as far as the actual, from what we can tell, largely functional code of Guild Wars 2, I mean, it has been very flexible for them to update. Uh, Account-wide stuff isn't an issue. The mega servers work flexibly and well. We've maybe seen, seen some of the biggest stumbling blocks with stuff specifically like the World versus World Alliances, but a lot of that is also just due to like the natures of, this, of the mm. actual game mode and all kinds of other stuff in the game, right? Yeah. But compare that to something like, I'll, I'll toss this out there too, like Final Fantasy XIV, where literally when they designed this, for some reason, they... <laughs> They, the the back end code it, well they had to do it all like in a year after when they were trying to redesign it redevelop yeah, it of course. um but like there are so many weird issues with that game like so many problems you have these problems where you want to have two windows open simultaneously on your ui you can't do it you can't interact with one window while the other is up you can't have multiple <laughs> account wide objects because somehow in the coding with the way that they did this or rendered it or whatever it is apparently there's only so many account wide objects each account can handle on their server load structure so like that's why none of the cash shop items are account wide you can't have, oh like, that's why that's an that is one of the things we've heard from interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the entire story, but 
Um, there are all these bizarre convoluted systems. You want to go visit somebody on their server? Okay, cool. Well, you can't have any of your FC buffs active. You can't, like, you know, like, all these weird things the that are because of bizarre little code problems and things like that, yeah. right? And that's when an MMO, I really believe, starts to age to a point where you need to start from scratch. Or if we see things like in World of Warcraft, where... Um, convoluted storytelling retcons um issues with inconsistent releasing of content and or styles of content and or some expansions that like they tried to do something new it just fell flat on their face like wow is dealing with a lot more baggage over the years than many other games they have flexibly been able to update many components of it in a way that was very forward thinking as far as i can tell from their code i'm not an expert i do not know anything really about this this is what i've gathered what it's i've heard what I've Wow. This is the world of Warcraft. Oh, right, sorry, World of Warcraft, my brain. So they have been, <laughs> that's okay. They've been able to adapt a lot of things or alter the base code, but that has still involved many overhauls over the years. Um, now in WoW, I think maybe we are at a point where WoW 2 would be beneficial. They're one of the only MMOs that's never done it. Please just do it. Get yourself a new fresh start and also deal with all the mess at your company. <laughs> but yeah. To me, Guild Wars 2 is not at the point where it is unsalvageable, unplayable, yeah. or cannot be flexibly altered, updated, you know, um, and that to me would be when you start looking at the bigger term investment, like you were pointing out about the years and years and years of development of an entirely new system, entirely new, you know, um, so that that's what I feel. I think the game plays great. It's still beautiful. There's a lot of things to work on in it, but... I do not think it is a, a broken, dysfunctional mess. No. And I'm, they're able to update from uh, DirectX 9 to 11 and yeah. possibly in the future yeah. to even more DirectX yeah. options. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that I know for a fact they have massive issues. And <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know for a fact I, that they I have, have heard words. That they do have concerns, and they've talked about this quite publicly in different places. And I've heard from devs and in interviews, and I've got interviews from back in the day that they do have these unfortunate problems. Yeah. So That's, not to I say think, commonplace with any system. Yeah, you're using. when it gets older, yeah. but they're not the Final Fantasy fourteen weird yeah. things where you know you can't have an account being. They're not that far, but they do have code problems where it's just like they designed it in this way. And honestly, Guild Wars Two has rushed release wise it was mm -hmm. um it was like it, they needed to get it out they put it out and then maybe some stuff i mean you know I, i'm really paraphrasing <laughs> I'm, you know, paraphrasing to the nth degree but like there was some uh, core systems smart. that weren't yeah they're able they to build smart. on top of their combat like they they're like taking that that base engine and they like configure multiple they, attachments to yeah. it and they just like they DIY it and it just works. Yeah, they, they are yeah. able to find a way and just like kudos to like all the groundwork that is still I think, persisting. No I think throughout all of the Living World episodes, throughout all the things that they like, the new things they added to the game over and over again to like <laughs> different gameplay styles and stuff. There's got to be so much like oh, like different um, physics ideas that just are completely different from what they had previously and just remember when they like in i think it was path of fire when they started doing moving platforms properly or like elevators and stuff elevators moving platforms and stuff i think now it's a little bit better than it was before but i just want to just want to look at what they did to see <laughs> to see Guild wars 2 is a frankenstein of an mmo and it is working <laughs>
I mean, the thing is that <laughs> all MMOs, I think, are Frankensteins of an MMO. Like, really? this is the nature of this kind of game. Um, you don't know when you make one what the advancements are going to be in three years' time, and your game will still be running. And, like, that's, well, in theory, unless it's an ab abject failure and then you have to <laughs> shut down early. Um, so, like, that's part of the nature of MMOs. Sorry. And Why are we laughing? How you, build, <laughs> how you build things, like, modularly and flexibly. Yeah. And then, I think, as well, how you are able to fix some of those problems creatively, like you were all saying about, you know, like, making it so that it is not as visible from a player standpoint when you are having to massively overhaul, rewrite, rework. You know, um, that's the big key here. Um, and I think as MMOs continue to develop as a genre, companies have gotten better and better and better at anticipating that. There's more data. There's more research. There's other games out there that have set a precedent. They understand what works or doesn't work. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's no Guild Wars 3 on the horizon. I'm, I'm not upset about it. Like, I want to see what they can keep doing here. Of course, it's always fun to see something new and fresh. But as we all know, sometimes an entirely new iteration of an MMO can also be terrible it's not great people say that about goers <laughs> too because it is so different it's so different to the original and you can do what games like i mean i'm not sure how many years it was until world of warcraft did this but they reskinned their characters and adjusted you know poses yeah. and adjusted armor and upped some of the pixels and some of the old um, and maybe not in the old costumes and stuff, but like on some bits and pieces on maps as well. And it was Giz to Gnomes actually responded because I like posting screenshots as well. And he said, you know, I would love to see just World v World getting a visual update because we've been stuck yeah. in those maps since launch. And you go there and I'm taking screenshots and I'm like, wow, these edges are really pointy. Nothing looks like it does look really dated now. And it's like, well, just stick some more new model. I mean, not sticks, you know, it's throwing. Um, but like, you know, <laughs> some, even just like different keep designs, tower designs, like just, you know, new skins on there, something to really just give it a little bit more yeah. of, a, of, of a makeover would be cool. I would like to see that, you know, the fur on char, for example, just to maybe even just update the graphic, like just the skins on character design a little bit you know i mean i know this is not an easy thing to do but that's those are the kinds of things that will likely happen in all honesty to just in the bring future, it yeah yeah but it's still even now like you know rook's saying like it's been 10 years i mean wow was how long did it take them to you know do that it took him a long time and the game doesn't look as dated as other mmos that are really going for it right now so like i think i think we're good um and i think on that note we could probably end um i think that would be a good time to end guild wars 3 no <laughs> good time to end guild wars 2 and move on to guild wars 3 or something easy easy we'll get it up and running two months the well, same time Dragons, as the living so. world released well guild wars yeah. 3 guild wars 3 is actually got gonna have a focus on guilds <laughs> by the way oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's coming that's coming with alliances buddy that's coming with alliances yeah. uh, by the way I just alliances thought you, is killed coming with killed was free. every Sorry. once in a while you ask us for ideas for what we could talk about on the show and I just thought of something Sorry. Uh, 
Can we talk about, since it is the end of Dragons, story-wise, where we're going after Living World Season 1 is done? We or now? Finish, we, wait, I just wanted to say that <laughs> we never actually finished our podcast for End of Dragons. That's true, oh, yeah. too. That's true, actually. Sorry. We could but it's old probably have a story. We've I think really... having a story wrap-up in future would be good, because we can, we can move on. We've we have to, really... We still we're haven't... content creators. We have to keep up with marketing well, tactics. We can't go back to old stuff when it just released and it's well, done. Well, that's the thing, like... Uh, there was too much going on at the time and i think i wanted yeah. to give people space to finish it and i think now as there's more even more players coming in i'm like um uh, kind of hesitant about talking heavily about story like that's Fine. newer wow um but i mean i mean it's i think a lot, there's a lot of new people who listen to this and watch this podcast like people and i know that's not okay. like, always the case <laughs> but we can talk about we can talk about what we want essentially i mean we can talk about um ender dragons i just really i really want to do this flow ch- ch- chat um oh yeah like uh i know there's some content creators peeps i actually want to get, have a big podcast with a few with like more than four people uh maybe six or so could be could get a little bit loud, rowdy That's we'll see be, yeah crazy um but we really would have to raise our hands to yeah we're gonna have order. to have buttons for that one <laughs> we'll get Everyone's on, on push to talk yeah, well, can you get? You can't put little icons up, can you? Like Zoom and like Teams or whatever. You have to put the little hand. You can put the little hand up. There's a little hand that comes up. Are you buzzing? Yeah, see, there you go. Cass is gonna send us all the buzzers. Who makes buzzers? Um, what did you? What were you gonna say? Sorry, boobs. She's boobs. <laughs> what were you gonna say i just put the instagram comment on of you of me saying the the big ben the the clock and i said instead i just put that on instagram i was just like wow i'm going to have to try so hard not to call you boobs all this (laughs) i didn't say boobs i i thought i said boots but it's I'm very silent T because I'm from London, so there's the T. Sure, that was what singing. it was. Yeah, uh-huh. it was. Boops, 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 and oh, I boops. I thought it was boobs. Maybe boobs. I'm, I need to get my boobs. drink. Boots. That's uh, my. Uh, I don't know. I. What was the subject? Did you just say you, you were talking about thinking and? Did I? About story where Guild Wars Two is going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Po- like where are we going next? Yeah, we can do exactly. that. Exactly, we can do that. I can put that on the list of this subjects. Yeah, because we haven't really been able. It's true, we haven't finished the End of Dragon story. We we have only alluded to, uh, in like a very cheeky manner, what happened in the epilogue on this podcast so far, uh, and I, I feel like we still need to discuss that th- thoroughly. Why do you hate me? Yeah. Why do you want me to be able to talk about things I love? Why yeah. haven't we talked about Resident Evil <laughs> Dragons yet? Why can't we just talk <laughs> oh, about things spoilery and then just, oh, you know? You know, make me sad. <laughs> oh. um, next well, when do you want episode. To do it? <laughs> next episode, we'll just crank the rest of it up. The out. next one? Yeah. To just talk crank, about the whole story out. of End of Dragons? Yeah, let's just do it. I mean, okay, flip it off. We so. did the first. We did the first two maps. Well, we only have first. two more maps. Oh, oh, there's map. We go map by map. We've been oh, going. Did map we talk now. about the story? No, we didn't even talk about the story. We just talked about the maps. Yeah, Jeffrey, that's the story where we're at. We didn't do anything with End of Dragons at all. Oh, yeah, we haven't really. 
We talked about the story up until the we, we exit those we maps. Didn't, we didn't even talk we about did. the story, did we? We did. We didn't really we, I mean, we talk. We mentioned it story. as we were talking about the maps because it was just an organic part of the map. Yeah, because we talked about skiffs and also the bot because the bot was part of the story. So we talked yeah. about that so, bit of the story. The summary is we need to have a circle back to End I of Dragons. I can't Dragon. remember the story. <laughs> I mean, I can remember the story, but I can't remember like all of the bits and pieces. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm amazing. I mean, they were amazing, but I'm old now, so like my memory just goes. Refresh your memory. I'm an encyclopedia of Gilbert's true knowledge. I will take you on the journey. Okay. (laughs) All right. We can and we can get we'll get footage of all of us playing it, other than Boots. His Boots probably hasn't got it. And. We've got a. a, a, a I was going to call you Bird of Chest then. Um, imagine calling you Bird of Chest now. Wait a second. That would be weird. Boobs and calling her Bird of Chest? What's going on here? I did not say Bird of Chest. I said Bird of Chest. I said Bird of Chest. Are filthy. No. I was going to. I said. I said Bird of Chest. I said Bird of Chest. Bird of Chest. Oh no! Now I'm saying I said bird of chest. <laughs> the reason why I was getting weird like about is because I was calling mm-hmm. you bird of chest. Jesus, chess, bird of chess. Jesus, Jesus, bird of Jesus. Is it cheddar? Is it with? Jesus. Bird of chess. What was that one? Bird of chess. Now <laughs> I'm, I'm actually who snorted that. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a stomach cold. No, I'm on. Oh god, my chest is getting tight. Uh, we got as a podcast, Jeff Rowe. I'm having a heart attack. I can't. I'm gonna piss my pants. <laughs> oh no! Don't. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> I honestly mean it. You're all great. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do without this podcast. Honestly, <laughs> where would my life be? Love you all too. Love it's you great. All too. It's a great time. Okay. <laughs> if you uh, if you do have friends who you think would enjoy the random ramblings of us on a weekly or biweekly basis, sometimes then uh, you may want to pass this over to your friends. This has been a top episode. Um. Uh, twitch.tv slash uni mostly every week on a Friday 12pm pacific ish uh, depending on how slow I am that day um, so it's normally about 12 a.m. but we, the stream normally goes live um, we've had some awesome guests this week uh, as per usual this is our regular crew uh, where people nip in and out though we do uh, get some awesome guests in as well so if you've ever seen the likes of the Herald uh, Fornax and loads mm. of our other friends who have joined us on a regular basis they're all awesome as well I would encourage you to go and please follow everyone uh, as well and check out their content Boots tell us what hey. you do where you do it Boots uh, oh. hi I'm Boots at the end. also known as World Avengers and you could find me on YouTube at World of Energy. You know, I'm going to put a little video about fishing because I think it's I think I got to put something like I can't just fish for 40 hours straight and then not do anything with it. Um, 
Okay, and then, uh, I, yeah, so World Avengers on YouTube. <laughs> it's just it was a random. That's, that's all yeah. I have. Um, and on <laughs> Twitter, games. World Avengers. On Twitch, it's Boots underscore. And uh, you can find me here when I'm not... Uh, uh, when I'm not removing bloatware from my new phone, uh, you can also find me at, on Hosts of Ascalon, the podcast. Yeah. And yeah, that's me. Nice. A time lapse edition video. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I do like those videos. Time lapse and screen- screenshots. If you haven't been taking screenshots where you've been going around fishing, I will be very sad. I've been doing nothing. Why do you not fish- take screenshots? I've been fishing, Jebro. Have streaming it? I, I I I started yeah I, I, the first twenty levels or so I streamed and then I, I think they're probably the all deleted 10. by now though the uh, the vods start streaming again around like last ten what? or five you can yeah. click a button basically to say like to save your vods well or highlights Hide I them. still haven't even installed the uh, nightbot so. <laughs> And Nightbot is like a million years old, so don't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to get, if you want to understand what a good bot is, just ask one of us. Don't install Nightbot. Is just I've just still got Nightbot. Me. I use Nightbot. Nightbot, Nightbot is like stalking my channel, and I can never get rid of it. It's just, mm. it's always going to be there. Go away. I don't like you. Um, okay. See you later. <laughs> no, not you. I relatively like Bye. you. Oh wow. Oh, insert the oh gosh, what is the rest of development joke where the sad oh, yeah, 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 Charlie yeah. Brown music plays? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, that was good. Croof, tell us what you do Hi. and where you diggity do it. I did not like that. Hi everyone, <laughs> I am what? I do a lot of Guild Wars 2 videos over on my YouTube. I have been doing a lot of over overarching essay-esque videos doing some specific stuff of course with the new website release uh, as well as new videos coming up there's a video up early on the patreon so if you want some exclusive content and early videos the patreon is there i also stream here on twitch throughout the week mondays are usually final fantasy 14 but most other days are guild wars 2 or another game so Catch me around. Thank you. I what love other this games? podcast. You love the vlog. Um, dream, dream Daddy. I also really like. Um... <laughs> it's cool. I've played it. I played it no, during the really... Dead by Daylight. I like oh, Dead by right, Daylight. Okay. Dead by Daylight is, is lit. Sometimes Apex Legends. Elden Ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring is a tough beast. <laughs> Great beast, though. Great beast. Story is awful. No, we're talking about Elden Ring, not Dream Daddy. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said mm. SAS as well. I was like, SAS? That's very British. Like, <laughs> Dream Daddy is great. Um, okay, so <sighs> I played that during a Waterfall a long time ago as a reward. <laughs> it's like someone you can maybe play one of these games. It's very good. It was like Dream Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should play it. I've yet to play it. Wait, what? You haven't played it? Are you kidding me? You really haven't? I haven't played it. Maybe I should. Groove. Maybe yes, I should. Get on it. Yes, you should play it's it. Super cute. For sure. It's super cute. For sure. Okay. Um, okay. Then there's, there's someone else. The Rookery Ooh. is oh. here as well. Who's no, that? I've actually rebranded again. No, and my new uh, name is Bird of Chest. <laughs> so. Um, there's so much loot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
No, I'm Rookery. You can find me at twitch.tv Rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at Rookery. Deborah's laughing about poop <laughs> jokes. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm no, what are you laughing Okay. <laughs> it's me. Okay, once once CC did say that my name was Rick Bertochess. What? I do think it was really good. Who is that? Um, but anyway, <laughs> this is just a little aside. Is that your witness it's, protection name? <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my witness protection name. So you all know when I need to go to witness Rick protection. But you can find me everywhere pretty much at Rookery. The only yeah. difference is that on Twitter, I'm at Rookery underscore. Um, I'm usually live on my own channel two, two, three days a week. Uh, and then you, I try to get a YouTube video up at least once a week. And then I'm on podcasts Friday and Saturday. Uh, but I've been having a lot of other special events and other shenanigans. So keep an eye out. Uh, hop in. Join the Discord. Uh, keep an eye on Twitter um, to know where I am whenever I'm doing it. And what I'm doing where. And Tuesday, we're doing a special PCP stream. So, come oh, over really? I forgot to say that. Oh, nice. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, Glenn Angel, another Lightbringer occasionally, has yeah. been doing PvP, and they inspired me. So, we're getting together, and we're doing, like, um, a PvP stream. And I Very might nice. have some giveaways for Tuesday as well. Yeah, yeah they've been messaging me. I will also me. be there as they've well. They've been messaging oh, me about Everybody tune in. That sounds fun. That's true. Yeah. What are you doing the unranked for, like, 5v5? Probably unranked. We're gonna just be chill and also yeah. in the same time. Like, is it all three of you on the same meta. team? Yeah. yeah. We're gonna Rook's be, like, gonna dominating. play PvP as well. Amazing. I'm gonna what? unleash the inner PvP demon. Are you gonna you go for wait. a tournament? What time is it at? Um, probably around like 12 p.m. Pacific nice. time. Okay. Uh, so around then. Okay, so I, Love I cannot miss this. I cannot miss the stream. Oh. <laughs> I have to watch. I actually think I can watch that as well. Yeah, okay. I will. I will not. I will definitely watch that, and I will. I need to be work on that this weekend. So I have to get all the scenes ready. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, be more prepared than me when I did Arteria <laughs> Yeah, I would, Glenn has been messaging me a lot about PvP as well, and was like, "Can I do this? Can I do that?" And there's this reward track, like which class is the best one? Do you think what do you think best builds are and stuff? And I've right just been now. watching and loving all the things. Good times. Right now, Harbinger's nice and easy. Harbinger, Willbender, yeah, Dragon Hunter is probably the easiest. And this is pretty damn good right now. <laughs> Mechanist is pretty good. There's loads of good classes. PvP has been left in the wind a bit, unfortunately. But it is a wicked fun, and I play it all the time. I said wicked fun. Wow, I'm truly becoming American. Anyway, I'm going to find somewhere to raid to as well yeah. afterwards but we're gonna do the outro uh for me finally first last and uh jebro is my name jebro unity on twitch instagram facebook youtube all the places patreon too <laughs> loads of episodes to come of the Lightbringers podcast if you would ever like us to talk about something specific then let us know um <laughs> i am the least toxic commentator thank you very much in pvp Mm. Very good. Um, in PvP, what, what, when I commentate other teams, not myself. Oh, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not myself. Yeah, when you, not when my you yourself are playing PvP. Yeah, but mm. I normally like railing on myself as well, to be yes. fair. Jebra, yes. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <Yes. laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> you suck. Come and watch us next week. 12 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. Go and watch. Uh, that will be... Um, we'll, we'll host and we'll do some promotion around the PvP stuff because that'll be fun. Um, 
Yeah, right, you can, you're asking about getting in, back into Guild Wars 2 right at the end of the stream? Well, I'm going to find someone for you that's... good idea. To do it. Good idea. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. We'll see you next time on the Librarians Podcasts. Uh, don't say that in the chat when literally first time they're coming in. It's not true. I'm very nice. Um, yes, that's OB. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Take care. And see you next time.